All right, guys. So we uh we didn't do our we didn't get to record our picks. We fuck. Well, there's reasons yeah, for that. We're going to that later. Things happen. If you would have went to fuck the fucking show Saturday instead of you know pussing out. I like this, Joe. I still would have said fuck WWE. <laughs> No, our show was better than SummerSlam. I 100% agree our show was better than SummerSlam. The Jason Hampton birthday bash was a complete fucking success. Mangler versus Damien was better than SummerSlam. Taking this shit was better than SummerSlam. All right, but we, uh... For everything they do good, they turn something fucking stupid. What a fucking bitch. We had, we made our picks. Hey, you know, we were talking about the Pirates a minute ago? Yes. That center fielder has made incredible grabs all series. Oh, yeah, I listened to it on the radio. That's what I've heard more more times whip, than not. Man, he's, he's good. I still wouldn't trade our center fielder for him, but he seems nah. like he's pretty good. Yes. And I wouldn't trade our backup uh, left footer for him. No, no, not at all. I like Pilar. I even like that kid that come up to take Acuna's place when he come out of the game the other day. Yeah, yeah. I say kid, but he's a 27-year-old. A 27-year-old rookie? (laughs) But, yes, we made our picks. Uh, We made our picks, and... Two of us got seven right. Two of us got six right. And uh, in no particular order, the SummerSlam or SummerFest 2023 Battle Royal, we all picked LA Knight. And if they did let him win, I was done at that point because, I mean, can't give him nothing to do good on Mania and put him over. At least give him something. I mean, a shitty-ass throw-together battle royal so everybody can have time and they can redo this uh, Slim Jim ad since they've lost the rights to Macho Man. Right. Okay, well, basically, the first one, two, three, four, five. The first five, actually, the first six, we all picked the same on. So we all picked L.A. Knight to win. We all picked Logan Paul over Ricochet. Logan Paul won. Uh, Which was a good match. It was a really it was good, a good match. match. Didn't like the finish. <clears throat> no, 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 but, you know, it's I mean, getting He wasn't wrestling Roman or Seth at this time. He, he wasn't wrestling a top guy. He could have beat him clean. Yeah, but it got over the slimy Logan Paul instead of, you know, the trying to be a babyface Logan Paul that took on Roman. Yeah, I just not. Uh, I didn't like the gimmick in the first match. Uh, Shayna beat Ronda. We all picked her because Ronda's on the way out. That was a shit. Holy shit! What? They beat the shit out of each other. Oh yes, in that match, yeah. And you should have seen Shane on Monday night. Yeah, Did you see him? Bro, she's got those two like pump up air casts on each arm. Her eyes fucking black. She got a thank you, Shayna chant for getting rid of Rhonda. I was, I would have been involved in that chant. Yeah, 
uh, they beat the hell out of each other, but there were still people bitching online saying, well, it wasn't wrestling and it wasn't MMA. It was just somewhere in between, and they didn't like it. And Shayna Baszler come back at him and was like, have you not seen Old Pride? Have you not yeah. seen this? Yeah. Have you not seen that? Uh, well, it's it's it's. <clears throat> do you not remember UFC used to be no, no, classes, no time limits? That's original UFC. Yeah, and she's like, well, such and such is MMA in a ring. It's a ten minute round followed by two five minute rounds. You know, mm-hmm. it just it wouldn't transition because I liked it better. The way they did it than if they left them actually to have a wrestling match. One hundred and ten percent. Now I'm a Baszler fan. I think she's good. I, I don't Baszler. think it worked. Now that's I've always they, liked Shayna. Now they always need now they need to build her back up. Hopefully they will. They need to make her NXT Shayna again. Agreed. She had an in ring segment with Becky that led to a match with Zoe Stark, so that might be something. She might try to get her win back. Because after she had that match with Becky in the Pandemic Mania, they never fought again. Yeah, but I, I like Baszler a lot. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> uh, the next match on the card, Cody Rhodes and Brock Lesnar. I'm glad it wasn't Cody Rhodes versus Brock's gear. Or Brock Heward. <laughs> Brock's gear was a job match. Brock Heward was a quarterback. Them shorts had stood no chance. <laughs> yeah. He squashed him. And I watched it back to see if I can figure out when they go. It had to be during the crossroads. Because <laughs> ah. before that, remember before that, is uh, he's got him for the L5 and he floats over. I remember when he had him, Cody, in the Camor, I remember seeing him. I know it started yeah, off. Cody time had him in the Camorra. Yeah, when Cody had him in the Camorra, I remember seeing him. I don't know if that was before or after the cross. They were ripped in? Yeah, when Cody had yeah. him in the Camorra, they were ripped in. Yeah, because Will noticed it. He's like, he ripped his shorts. Yeah. Of course Will noticed somebody's dick hanging out. He said, look, he ripped his shorts. And then by the end, you could see all black briefs and everything. Here's the thing I said when it happened. I was like, at least he wears undertights. No doubt. Here's this thing. You could be out there in those shorts and just, you know, not having a care in the world. And just We'd have seen his Lesnar. Yeah. <coughs> but uh, That match was really good. It was really good. And we all picked Cody. Uh, Told a story. Yeah, it did. But, yeah, we all picked Cody on that one. We all got that one right. Totally good story. Brock with the ad-lib handshake and hug at the end. I was going to call it the afterbirth. Yeah, that too. Putting Cody over even bigger. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, Cody's a fucking star. Passing the torch, so to speak. Uh, Next thing we've got wrote down, we all picked the winner in this one too. Uh, Intercontinental title match, Gunther and Drew McIntyre. Did you notice Gunther's gear? I saw it, but... What color was it? It was the... Didn't they do maroon on that one? Think about that. Who's the most famous wrestler to wear all maroon? Regal or Brian. Uh, uh-uh. Brian did as a tribute after Regal finished his training that Sean didn't show him. So you were right the first time with Regal. And actually, the gear that Brian wore 
was Regal's knee pads, boots, and trunks. Oh, nice. Oh, nice. So I, I like that little that little segue there of Gunther wearing the the throwback to another old-school Brit wrestler. But just real quick, since you said something about Regal, this is something I found in news that I didn't happen to write down. Uh-huh. They asked Daniel Bryan uh, about the impact of Regal on the BCC and stuff. Uh-huh. And he said, technically, to me, Regal is still a member of the BCC just because he's not on TV and not in the company anymore. Said that Regal's still in the BCC group chat and everything. Oh, yeah, I have no doubt about that. And, you know, he's still giving advice and criticism. You know, he's still watching their stuff and telling them. Right. Maybe go tell Moxley. By the way, Excalibur had the line of the night. Y'all know he's not my favorite commentator. Right. In the match last night, it was Claudio and Mox against the Lucha Bros, right? Okay. And Mox is bleeding. And Taz makes a comment. He goes, why is Mox bleeding? Excalibur said, because it's a day that ends in Y. (laughs) I literally laughed out loud. That's funny shit. It's it's funny because it's true. Uh, we all picked Gunther in this one. Uh, I thought it was a pretty good match, but hell, I'm a huge fan of Gunther and Drew both. So. I fucking love. A, I just I hate that Drew got his push during the pandemic here. I think it's it may have been his only chance. Yeah, I don't know. I see a. I see. Possibly I don't see, see him resign. I don't think he'll resign. If he does, I see a heel turn. I don't think he resigns. I think he goes to AEW. And Drew Galloway becomes a beast. And it looked quite happened when he came to Impact. No shit. I say that I do say that. Gunther I could also I could also see him going to Japan. Oh, uh, he'd be a fucking beast in Japan. I don't see Gunther losing until he breaks Honky Tonk's record. Oh yeah, when, uh, the, when he breaks Honky's record, he could drop the next TV. I could see that happening, well, and I then just... he goes for the. He's the one that takes the belt off Seth. He's going, uh, he, Chad Gable's the number one contender. So I'm guessing they're going to push that to payback. They can do some kind of screwy finish after he. I bet they do that on Monday. He'll beat, he'll beat him at payback next night on Raw. Nah, they're not going to stretch it to a pay-per-view. That'll be a Raw match. I don't know, because they just did the match on Raw. The five-minute challenge, and the Gable technically won, but Gunther said no and just beat him. Yeah, and then they had the thing in the battle royal with the other two. I just, I don't know if it's a pay-per-view match. Um, I wouldn't have done him right there anyway. I would have done somebody else because Gable should be one of the ones to be considered to beat him. Agreed. Agreed. Because I think he won that match because they were in Minnesota. I hate to say that. Because, you know, after Hunter took over after last summer, they were like, oh, there's big plans for Chad Gable. And where the fuck are they? Right. I think he would have a great run as Intercontinental Champion. I agree. And I, th- I think he deserves it. Hey, he's pound for probably the best. Well, he's definitely the top three best wrestlers they have. Agreed. Yeah. Uh, next match WWE Women's Title Charlotte Asuka Bianca three way. 
I none of us were really a big fan of this match. Uh, we I all said what? <laughs> we all picked the same winner. Uh, we all picked Oscar. Ben actually called the cash in, so he got a point for that, even though he didn't get a point for the actual match. Yeah, so I'm claiming my point on that one. I think. And you mean Bianca, not Oscar? Let, let's let's put, uh, let's do this right now. Oh yeah, Bianca won. Going but. forward, if there's a if there's a money in the break briefcase out there, if we call a cash in and they cash in, that's a that's a point. Now, if we call a cash in and they don't cash in, do they get zero points or do they lose a point? You don't get anything if it doesn't happen. Okay. Yeah, you just gotta be smart that. with it. Why I knew a point? I knew it was happening. That's why I called. That's why when I sent it to Josh, I was like, fuck, I guess Oscar, because I wouldn't have dropped the title. Just to cash it in. Dropped the title. Yeah. That was another piece of bad booking. Unless they're <laughs> doing it to uh, well, well, no, now you can, Bianca's heel turn. No, that's stupid. They're not going to turn her heel. They've already said that. Oh, yeah, yeah, She's Bianca a big part that she's too big of a merch mover. But the only thing it did was it bookends her career. She's the longest reigning women's champion in history. Now she's also the shortest. Yep. But, yeah, I claim my point on that. That's what I told Jason. I was like, uh-uh, bitch. I'm getting my point on a women's match. So that means I only missed two. So, as of right now, Ben is up six to five on everybody. That bastard. This I hit the bed on the next two. And that was the last one that Ben got. And let's talk about why we picked the way we did on these. Seth versus Finn. Seth versus let's, Finn. Let's rewind the podcast a few months. Judgment Day versus Edge. Went for like forever and two days long, right? Yes. The Judgment Day's beating Edge at every turn. Blah, 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 blah. I said <laughs> at that time, it's too much. Just because you're doing a long-term storyline doesn't mean you have to stay involved with these people every week. They end that. As soon as they end that, they go right into the shit with Judgment Day and Seth. So in my brain, I'm thinking, okay, logically, Seth doesn't need the belt. And after what the fuck he wore on Monday night, I have no respect for Seth Rollins. What did he wore on Monday night? You know those big red boots he wore before, right? Yes. Okay, these were big yellow croc boots like that. Oh, what the fuck? Here's my deal. Your champion is supposed to look like a champion, carries itself like a champion, and be presentable as a champion. He's a fucking he looks like a fucking clown. So That's an embarrassment to the business. For anybody who wants to sit there and say anything about Orange Cassidy and this and that and the other, look at how Seth Rollins dresses. So I thought, okay, you can only shit on Finn so much before he's irrelevant and... They turn around and shit on Finn yet again. And I would say, well, that's tr Finn's one Triple H's guys, but Seth is Triple H's baby. But I thought, okay, here's the perfect way to keep tension in Judgment Day. Finn wins the belt, Damien's his protector, until it blows off and you got a Sean Diesel situation developed. But no, they do the stupid thing and make Judgment Day look like fucking idiots with their thumb up their asses. Yeah. 
and get a foot stomp when you slide in the briefcase. It's fucking horrible booking. I picked Seth. Uh, Josh and Ben picked Finn in this one. Uh, Will and I both picked Seth. I thought Seth was going to win, and then this is where I thought the cash-in was going to happen. <clears throat> I saw Seth win in the match, and then a Judgment Day beat down, and he cashes in, he wins, and they kicks Finn out of the, the Judgment Day on the following Raw. Or SmackDown, whatever show they're on. Yeah. They're on Raw. Yeah. Uh, they're on Raw, they're on SmackDown, they're on NXT. They're just, <laughs> they can go through all three. They don't care. Yeah. NXT is okay. The other two should not mix. Well, it's kind of like LA Knight being on Raw Monday night to start something with The Miz, who was a Raw superstar, but LA Knight's on SmackDown because brand split, but, whatever. But that was a photo shoot. I could handle that. Hey, since you're in the area because the pay-per-view was just this week, Stop up here and do a photo shoot before you fly home. I can handle that. Oh. What was next? <clears throat> main event. And then the main event, the tribal combat for the WWE Undisputed Universal. Is now, I, sh- I should argue football? for at least half a point here because I called the finish just on the wrong side. See, I I was disappointed in this match because the build-up they gave, the video package they gave, they went into details about tribal heritage, Samoan heritage, and what tribal combat meant when you tried to take the role of chief. So I was fully expecting, uh, I guess that's my dumbass for thinking that they would do this logically, fully expecting Roman and Jay both to come out and fucking war paint. I knew they wasn't going to do anything like fucking wrestling in like their own stuff, but you know, I figured it'd be like a, an in-depth hardcore match. I thought they might have like Samoan particular weapons to use, like the strap, you know. I thought Jay may have brought out was it the hookah dance? Yeah, the the yeah the dance yeah. that they used to do. That they used to do. Roman I will come, say that his gear looked badass. Yeah. Yes. I figured Roman would come did out. Did you with notice him. the red in the curls of his hair was replaced by gold? I did not see that. To match his white and gold gear. Nice. I figured he would have done his dance. Roman would have come out looking like a. One of the big. He could have just come out with like the fire twirler things, you know. Yeah, I feel like that was a missed opportunity for a good little presentation there, and you could still have had a standard no DQ match. Now the finish is good. Done the other way. Like I was telling you off air, if what's his name, Jimmy would have come out and beat the shit out of Roman. While at the same time, Solo has done something dastardly to Jay. And then, you know, Roman just crawls over for the quick pin. But now, like we talked off air, they've turned Jimmy against him, against Jay. So it's essentially BCC guy, BCC Jericho Appreciation Society booking where no matter what Jay does, they're always going to have the numbers. And I hate that shit. And if they're trying to keep it all in family, they don't, there's enough that they could call in, but not any that's at that level right now. I mean, like Jacob Fatu is the only one that's at that level, in my opinion, right now. Agreed. Yeah. And I hate to say it, for some reason they won't touch him, but they won't fire Jimmy Uso, and he's got like 17 DUIs. 
Now, I mean, Jimmy's my boy. I like Jimmy. I'm not throwing off. I'm just saying, don't tell us you can't hire this guy because he's got a criminal record when this guy can't go to Canada either. Right. I mean, unless he's murdered somebody, then, of course, we would know what it... That, that was his charge. That was it. I mean, if he murdered somebody, Vince would just sleep it under the rug like he did with Jimmy, Jimmy Snooker. Snooker. Yeah, so. Allegedly, yes. No, no, no. He did it. No, we got to say allegedly so he can't get sued on the podcast. So allegedly. No, he did it. Well, Watch Dark Side of the Ring. He did it. He was, he was found guilty in a court of law. Oh, well, if he was found guilty, then yeah, he did it. Yeah, he was already half dead, though. He told Tomino his death. If they sue us and we and it's settled out of court, that means we would pay them, not they pay us. Right, well, like, yeah. You don't want that to happen. Well, well, we'll stop talking about if you pay us this much money. How about that? How about that? Does that work? Uh, so that was Summerfest 2023. It was uh, as a letter grade. I get it. I give it. A D. What what letter grade? No, I can't give it that low because I did enjoy Cody and Brock. I did enjoy Shane and Ronda. Uh, I would give it a solid C. Yay, a C. Yeah, I don't hate that. Because the only thing I really hated was just lazy booking. Lazy booking with Seth. Lazy booking with Roman. Just think if Ambrose would have stayed there, they'd be a third brand and he'd be a world champion. And we'd be shitting about his booking. Oh, wait, I already bitched about his booking. It just happens to be with another company. <laughs> but Will and I finished with seven points. Josh and Benjamin with six. So our total standings for uh, so far this quarter after uh, the change in the piggy bank and the Summerfest pay-per-views. Piggy bank. <laughs> uh, Will is in the lead with 11 points. I'm in second place with 10 points. And Josh and Benjamin bringing up the rear with 9 points. And then we still have Payback. Payback, All In, and All Out to pick. Right. So it's still anybody's game. No, we'll have another pay-per-view in September. That is Payback. Never mind. Yeah. Okay, and we know Will has kicked our ass, but all we've done is WWE. Will will fall off the face of the earth at 26 and the uh, the third or whatever it is because he can't pick AEW for shit. Yeah. Yeah, we wiped yeah. his ass up. Well, so enjoy your run, little bitch. All right. And, uh, Booker T says, we coming for you. <laughs> we can't repeat what Booker T says. No, that's why I stopped it. But Booker T could repeat what he said when he looked in the camera. Like, I can't believe I just said that. I'm about to get fired. Ed's turning finna fire me. But our top five list, I have mine prepared <coughs> for this evening. We always do this in the open, so I'll do this before we finish the opening segment. Uh, I got to thinking about it after the night we had Saturday night. This is my... Olsen's home run earlier went 427. But this is my top five uh, personal nights in professional wrestling. So, okay. 
So like not like me watching or something that happened that I enjoyed watching. Being, you being involved. This is me being involved. Okay. <clears throat> uh, there's one I don't have wrote down. If I was going to do an honorable mention, it would be the night I got to work against Elix Skipper. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> hey, Ben, how's this kid work, man? He's stiff, but he likes it back. <laughs> Tell least that Josh. He goes up. And the first thing he does is just lay kicks into fucking Jason full oh, four. Fuck out of me. Every kick, he's stiff as shit. But that was fun. I gave it right back to him. Yeah, you did. <laughs> uh, okay, but number five, uh, GXW March tenth, two thousand one. Debut. That was my first match. First match. Uh, it was your debit. That was the debit. That was your debut. Yes. Debut. Uh, it's hard to believe it was that long ago, and I can still remember the date, but that's just the way it is. Mine was November 13th. An interesting date. My wrestling anniversary was my ex-business partner's birthday, and also, the day Eddie Guerrero passed. Oh, wow. Dang. Because if you remember, it was the Sunday. We are on our way to Keith Hart's show, and Spanky, the referee, kept calling me. And I was like, what the fuck does he want? That's He's right. like, you hear? And I was like, no, what? He's like, Eddie Guerrero died. And I was like, what the fuck ever? And then we got to the show, and everybody's like, yeah, he's dead. Okay, and our number, my number four, is uh, Empire's last show. The actual last show or the last show at the rec center? Nah, the last show at the Empire Arena, I guess you would call it. Uh, it was, I, was, yeah, I was in Gatlinburg that night. Uh, that was one of those, the show was over at you know, 11 o'clock, and we didn't wind up leaving the building until, like, 1.30 that morning. That was almost every night, though. Well, not when me and Jennifer got together. It was a show would be over, we'd say our goodbyes and go ahead and get out. Yeah, because, you know, we sit over drinking them blue ices for hours. Yep, and shitting green the next day. Me, you, and Andy. But, no, it was just, it was a real emotional night, uh... Andy looked at me and said, why did I not put you as my baby face? So that made me feel good. Because they showed the video package, and I got one of the bigger pops when, I'm, when my face come on there. But you had been there since day one. Right. And I think that's why I was so emotional. It wasn't like I came in late, but I was there first show to last show, just missing one here and there in between. Right. Uh, number four, number three, is the benefit show that UEW did in Trenton. Oh yeah. <clears throat> uh, it was for Jennifer and Josh's grandpa trying to get some money up for him because he wasn't doing well. Oh, that was after he passed. It was for the funeral. That's right. It was for the funeral. Because we found out. Yes. We got screwed over on the and, uh, benefits and. He wasn't going to get buried in the National Cemetery because he wasn't a Marine. He was a Marine Reserve, which I didn't even know that existed. 
But, uh, that was my opinion. I love that night. I had a great time that night. Not only for me, because I, uh, I got to work Johnny Viper and uh, actually beat him for the UEW title that night. The only title you never had at the original. Exactly. Because I was their secondary champion, their tag champion, and I finally closed it out getting the heavyweight title, which meant a lot to me, even though, you know, it's my best friend booking it. And <laughs> even though he told me that Johnny Viper was going to win and keep the belt. But I can actually say I beat Johnny Viper with a burning hammer, so it makes sense. I love a burning hammer. I do, too. And there was a battle royal in there that we kind of convinced Josh to be in. And he wears a pair of my old tights, and he gets out there and basically comes down to the last couple, and everybody eliminates themselves and let Josh win. I seem to remember some tears. There were quite a few tears. And if he was in here right now and not going out to Jennifer's car doing something for her, he would be cussing us out right now. Ain't that right, Josh? That's not saying nothing. <laughs> but won the Battle Royal. When you won the Battle Royal at that show. Oh, yeah. I was, I was really shocked at that shit. Yeah. He said, I think there were some tears. I said, yeah. And if I he cry. was. <laughs> oh, but guess what? You'll get a kick out of this. Would you like to take a pop quiz and find out who I last eliminated to win the Battle Royal? I love you. Eli. He eliminated himself. Oh, yeah. Because of his, uh, his old moment. He didn't nothing. Uh, number two, for reasons I will cover later on in the pop, uh, is the Jason Hampton's birthday bash. Uh, it was a tremendous show. Uh, just the crowd... The crowd was amazing. Like I said, I'll go through, go over this more in the pot, but that's number two. And then number one, and it will always be number one, is the Drew Show. Don't say it. Don't say it. I don't want to be. Thank you. Thank you all for so much help on that show. I mean, that was, it was an emotional night for everybody, but it was a fucking good night. It was also a night of hell breaking loose, too. Fucking people catch cars catching on fire. Yeah, the the wreck to start before the show, and then how everything just worked out during the show. It was the the <laughs> debut of Crazy Train as a tag team. <laughs> it was the last match of the good old boys. Yeah, Shaggy's retirement night. The good old boys going over because Drew always said they were the true the workhorses of each of they were on. Chase Jordan finally cut a decent promo. <laughs> it took him long enough. Shit. Shane Daniels comes out of retirement. Yep. Got to hang out with our boys Matt Hankins and Shane Marks. That was fun. That was a lot of fun. I, we need to get them back up. Definitely. I also got to hang out with Meester Brad. Meester Brad. And if you don't know why he's called Meester Brad, I do believe that story is told on the Patreon. Mm-hmm. 
but all right guys that's uh that's my top five greatest personal nights in professional wrestling who's next week's uh you or josh either way i don't think we actually have a nice rotation going it's just whoever hasn't done one in a while Mm. <clears throat> Amy needs one. Okay, I'll let her know it's her turn. Ah, uh, we got news. Uh, I do have news. Let's uh, we'll take a break right here. Come back, throw the theme song in. We'll come back, do some news, and get on with the turn to buckle podcasting. So hold tight. What's up, fuckers? Welcome back. I'm eating ice cream. I'm about to get me a snack, too. I'm probably going to get me a popsicle. Ooh, popsicle. And welcome to another snack-filled edition of the Turn the Buckle podcast. I'm having a Reese's Blast from Sonic. Yummies. That That sounds delicious. Have them have whipped cream so it makes it even better. Ooh. Pick me a popsicle, Joshua. Woohoo, he got me orange. I got brown cow. Alright, but this is, like I said, a nice snack filled edition of the Turn the Buckle podcast. And once I get my popsicle out of the wrapper, you'll quit hearing all that screeches. Sorry, Jesse. I know you're gonna mess with me tomorrow. What's that sound? How's it gonna last? Then you'll, then you'll hear him slurping on something. Mm. And I'm calling my husband-in-law for no reason, folks. That's a good popsicle. What flavor you get? Orange. That's not a flavor. That's a color. <clears throat> okay, then it's citrus flavored. It's what flavor? Citrus. I want them y'all had over that one time, them biggins. Oh, yeah, the uh, cherry pineapples. Mm-hmm. I almost got those, but they had the assorted flavor double popsicles that come with the two sticks. Uh-huh. So that's what I picked. So technically, I'm eating two popsicles. But it counts as one. Right. Just break them apart and go, ugh. Then it would be two. You can't never break them apart nice and even either. No. no. You break it apart and it's like all the popsicle on one stick, then a little sliver on the other stick. Yep. And I always gave my brother the little sliver and told him that we shared. Shit. I told my mama she better go back to the store. <laughs> My brother didn't share sweets as a kid. <laughs> That's all he ate. 
I remember we go to Dollywood as kids and we'd eat the ain't Granny's or the Bean and Green place. Mm-hmm. It like I think peanut butter and jelly sandwiches. Oh hell. Oh, speaking of that, let me tell you what I had for dinner, Josh. What'd you have for dinner, Ben? Meatloaf. Nice. I fucking love meatloaf. Macaroni and cheese. Yes. Pinto beans and cornbread. Sounds like our dinner the other night. Or my dinner the other fried, night. Fried potato cakes. I went to Greg's Ooh. restaurant. Fuck yeah. And you this? Gently nice shade. It gets better. You ready? Okay. Cast iron homemade fried chicken leg quarters. Ooh. That does sound delicious. That's me what I'm having for lunch tomorrow. Leftovers? Everything but beans. Ah. Bro, I'm alone in my office. <laughs> I'm on the phone, so I can't be running nowhere. Oh, yeah. Can't gas myself out. What restaurant did you say you went to, Josh? We went to Greg's the other night. Greg's. <clears throat> Greg's is good. Daddy got a big ass sausage or no bacon omelet. That's what I was about to say. Their dinner used to be better than it is now. But their breakfast still holds up. Oh, Oh, yeah. We had meatloaf that night, man. Josh did. Oh, we got some nerds, boys. We do got a little bit of news. Do you have anything, Benjamin? I'll be honest with you, I have not looked at it today, but give me uno momento, por favor. Oh, you're okay. I got about a page worth. Okay. If anything pops up. Oh, damn. Like Bray Wyatt, sick as fuck. Well, yeah, but I got some Bray Wyatt news also. Okay, does it say anything about reportedly both career and life threatening? No, the one I saw was just the opposite. It said uh, he's not well, this, cleared yet, but he's getting closer. This one says, in an update, Sean Rossap of Fightful revealed Wyatt's ongoing illness has been a serious one. He posted on X, which for those of y'all that don't know, like I didn't know, that's Twitter. Yeah, that's the Twitter. After today's update, uh, after today's update it was explained to Fightful. That the illness that Bray Wyatt is actively recovering from was both career and life threatening. It's great to hear that things are looking up. So, oh. okay. Well, then that does kind of tie into what I've, what I've. Okay. Got. That was what, something about Ricky Starks. This one says that he is not cleared yet, but he's coming closer to a return, and creative pitches has begun. They've already started creative pitches for him. Oh. Some beginning as early as September. Oh. No. Keep talking. Sorry, I had to hook them up. Oh, no, you good. He huh? needs to go back to Colt Wyatt. This stupid work. Spooky. What was that? Mr. Howdy? The leader of the White family is all the real 
Now, I was a fan of Husky Harris, though. No, so was I. Uh, what I was going to lead before you saw that Wyatt news, I was going to lead off and say congratulations to two people who will never listen to this podcast, but if they just happen to, congratulations. Uh, Rhea Ripley and Buddy Matthews are engaged. Yep. What a lucky, lucky bitch. Agreed. That Buddy Matthews is a good-looking bitch. She's lucky. <laughs> I meant that to complain the other way around, but still tell me where the lie is. Oh, no, there's no lie. That, that's a good-looking couple. Especially since he got his teeth fixed when he was in NXT. Yeah. And if anybody knows, uh, I'm a big fan of Kevin Smith's podcast, uh, the Hollywood Babylon podcast he does. And when he... Whenever his co-host talks about uh, a good-looking couple where both people are good-looking like that, Kevin Smith always goes, ha, imagine watching them fuck. Okay. (laughs) Then I'm holding the camera. I'll be getting a Brad Maddox angle. Oh, I laughed at that Brad Maddox angle. I know exactly what you're talking about. And they're moving Wood's legs to get that penetration shot. <laughs> and uh, apparently, Jey Uso winning was never even a possibility. Oh, I could have told you that. I mean, I, I know, but, you know, there were a lot of people who were saying, oh, Jay could win, Jay should win, blah, 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 and... It was never even thought of with the company. They say, you know, they said that Cody Rhodes was hotter and he should have took it off. And even Sami Zayn at the time was hotter and could have taken it off Roman. I feel like Sami would have been a good moment, but his would have probably been like Kofi. What do you do with the rain after that? Okay. Look at the good moment they had winning the tag titles. Yeah. Right. What have they done since then? They the don't tag team the good work. because they were in the bloodline. The tag titles are worse now that Sammy and Kevin won them. Which is something else. Let's go ahead and break that piece of news. Sonya Deville revealed a tear in her knee that will require surgery. And has to, they will now relinquish the women's world tag team titles. Sonya had to have surgery. Kevin Owens is nursing a fucked up rib. But let's, let's go back to those women tag belts for a second. Oh, they're cursed. Tell me, tell me a belt that's not cursed. I don't know. Definitely cursed. Did you see anything in your news about Team 3D? Yes. Okay, you got that wrote down? I've got it. I'm just seeing if there's anything cool. You got the updated card for all in? Uh, I don't have that wrote down. Because I knew we'd go over it later. <coughs> well, all they've done is the official matches that are announced already. There's one that's being advertised that I'm super excited for. What's that? Jeff Jarrett versus Grado. Oh, nice. Not Grado Khan. Grado from the UK. Oh, Grado from the UK. No, that's going to be amazing. Especially if Tony would copyright 
the Madonna Laga Virgin or uh, Laga Prayer that he yes. comes out to, and he can do his whole entrance. Like Josh was shitting on the pay per view a minute ago until I started telling him this. They also the Zero Hour pay per view now has Ozzy Open defending the Ring of Honor World Tag Titles against uh, Better Than You, baby. Yeah, so they're gonna open the show and close the show. Yeah, I've got a theory on that. Okay. I pitched two different ideas. I said I could see O'Reilly and Strong coming back and joining Cole and fucking MJF. Them having a hip run, MJF is a baby run. And MJF is super over. I said, or I could see Roddy just coming out in this whole thing where he was siding with Max anyway. Oh, that'd be... That'd be interesting. Yeah, when, you know, O'Reilly's cleared, there's a tag match right there. Yep. Um, I want to say that FTR's beating the Bucks. I would say that. But uh, beating the Bucks, you never know. Yeah, and like I said, Josh is shitting on it. I was like, bro, you've got like eight more TVs before that pay-per-view. They're going to add a bunch because... You know they're going to have a TNT title, a TBS title. The women's title is going to be in a four-way. You know Orange Cassidy's going to wrestle somebody. Uh, I think it's going to be Omega versus uh, Testa. All right. You said something about Roddy earlier. I've got some news with him. Okay. All right. It said the real reason why Roddy signed with AEW. So, of course, I clicked on it just to see what it said. And it says the reason why he signed with AEW was to be close to his buddies and his wife. And he said that it reminded him of uh, the Ring of Honor days when, you know, everybody was there and hanging out. We we knew that without reading that article. Yeah, pretty much. We actually said that. Oh, well, he's with his wife now, so that's good. With his wife and his boys. And we've always said about (laughs) how... When it's good, it reminds us of the early days of Ring of Honor. Yeah. When it's bad. And, and here's where I think they go wrong. When, they, when they're when they a wrestling company, they're really good. When they try to do sports entertainment shit, it's WWE bad. Yeah. Yeah. When they focus on their in-ring, because whether you like them or not, Orange Cassidy's a talented motherfucker. He is. Uh, Marco Stunt, not so much. But for the most part, all the guys ever talented. They might not be your cup of tea, but I'm a Bucks fan. But I'm also an FDR fan. Right. So, I think when they stick to being a wrestling they're good. I agree. And Uh, speaking about, speaking about when... I ain't seen anything that's popped big for us to talk about that you already did that you had down. Well, talking about All In earlier, uh, and they made it an angle on uh, Dynamite last night, from what I heard. Uh, Pac is all out of All In due to an injury, and apparently Claudio's taking credit for the injury, so. No, Pac's legit hurt. Yeah. But on the... <laughs> Apparently, there was a BCC interview last night. There was. It was horrible. 
Well, they said Claudio took credit for the injury in that interview, so they're apparently trying to keep that going. Yeah, well, it's because they were wrestling Lucha Bros last night. <laughs> gotcha, gotcha. But they were doing it with, you know, you know, ask your boy Pot what we did to him, and then Wheeler Yuta made a comment. He goes, oh, you're not going to be there for all in? I guess that's a big thing over there. And I thought, your advertising is the biggest night in wrestling history, and you're like, I guess it's a big thing over there. <laughs> oh, Ace and Jaden failed us on that one. Well, in keeping with some uh, news from Dynamite last night, uh, everyone was impressed with Rob Van Dam's match with uh, Jack Perry. Fuck, they should have. And uh, it said it was only supposed to be a one-off, but they could see him trying to offer some type of a contract for him. I heard that they were already trying to get him for all in. They're stupid if they don't sign him. That's the be- the best Van Damme has looked in years. The little gimmick he does where he drapes you across the guardrail and he hits the spinning leg drop. Yeah. Bro, he ain't hit one like that since the early 2000s. Oh, hell. Like, last night, Van Damme was Jerry versus Jerry Lynn good. Oh, hell yeah. Nothing was off. Everything was on. He's not bloated like he was in Impact. <laughs> Looked like a million bucks. Jack Perry, did you see his gear? I I think I saw a little bit when it was like black and yellow. Bro, he had uh, leather, the baggy leather pants like he started wearing when he was a heel, the black ones. Uh-huh. But these were done up like Jerry Lynn's yellow, black, and purple gear. Oh, nice. He even had new lace-up boots that has like the Batista covers on them that were silver to match Jerry Lynn's silver kick pad design he had down his boots. Now, both of them, the buckles must be shit because both of them were off like after two kicks. Nah. But match was great. Finish was great, and it sets it up to where you could go somewhere with it. No like, he gets five-star frog splash, does the Van Damme sale, crawls over, nine count, no referee. Here comes Aubrey, kicks out a 2.9. Van's are like, where the fuck you been? Because you see her say, had to run all the way from the back. Hits him in the dick, takes him. When Van Damme's over selling the dick shot, Rams his head into the chair in the corner. Schoolboy handful of tights. One, two, three. Nice. Well, we just talked about Van Damme, so let's talk about the Dudley's Team 3D that you were talking about. Oh, my brother. <clears throat> uh, September 9th at Impact 1000. For the first time in seven years, the Dudleys are reuniting together. Uh, I didn't say... The article I read didn't say if it was going to be any type of a match or if it was just them coming out together or what was going on. The official says anything. Because I don't know if Devon's cleared to... I don't think Devon can go. So it might be something. Because, you know, they were trying to get Devon to accompany Bully to the ring for some match, and WWE wasn't clearing for it. At the 2300 Arena. It was like one of... One of the ECW reunion top shows they do. Yeah, and now that he's not with WWE anymore, uh, Devon can just be like, well, fuck you, I'll do what I want to. Right, and no, that doesn't say anything about if they're having a match or not. Uh, did you see this about the WOW Women of Wrestling? No. 
renewed for season two that will start in September. Oh, okay. Nice. Uh, there was something else I seen that I thought was of interest. Um, apparently the diets contracts are coming due within the next couple of weeks. Yeah, so I actually got that right here. Uh, it says their contracts, ex- both of their contracts expire in October. And they're going to leave whenever their contracts are up. And they're already teasing, saying, who do you want to see us work in 2024? Uh, Hey, real quick, here's some news i just seen. Okay. If you guys are in the metro Atlanta area and looking to train to become a pro wrestler, hit up the Grit and Grind Academy. Run by Joe Black and family of the podcast, my boy Keith Murder One. Hell yeah. Uh, you can get the info at grit and grind 46 at gmail.com. Now, if you're in the North Georgia area, you can get that training at Renegade Championship Wrestling. Yes. Either way, be trained by great guys. Oh, yeah. And speaking of training, I like how we segue. This is this is going good right here. Uh, R-Truth has been spotted at the Performance Center working out after a nine-month layoff due to a torn quad. I love me some truth. I do, too. Uh, uh, where where is our third? Uh, he took the dogs out. Speaking was, of dogs, yep. it was him all along. Speaking of dogs, the road D O double G said before he gets too old, he wants to try his hand at commentary. He's done commentary. What? Mid-match no, he commentary. was like on a full-time basis. Yeah. Yeah, not the mid-match where he just goes and puts a headset on and he's like, oh, it's me, it's me, it's a D-O-double-G. Well, uh, by all means, here's what you do. Is you take Corey Graves out of second fiddle. You put Corey Graves in Kevin Patrick's spot. And you let Road Dog and Corey Graves be together. I don't hate that at all. And you have Michael Cole and Barrett to play well off of each other and just send Kevin Patrick back to the pitch to call fucking soccer. <laughs> I just, he's like Samantha Irvin. I just don't like their voices. Hey, at least you knew to call it a pitch. That was impressive. Hey, man, I'm a sports junkie. <laughs> I can't play soccer. It's too much running. But I will tell you, the Women's World Cup gets my attention. Man, I can't believe USA got put out. I know it. But it still gets my attention. Uh, the World Cup gets my attention every year, men's and women's, but... Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, we were talking about this... Glad I could impress you with my pitch. We were talking about this earlier in the opening. Uh, about L.A. Knight being on Raw, even though he's a SmackDown guy. Apparently, that was the top-rated segment... I just seen... On Raw. He's money. So, 
that proves right there. Not only is he the top merch seller with way less items than everybody else selling merch, he's got the top rated segment. Do what? His his shirts are horrible. Yeah. They're ugly. Yeah. Cornette said, I wonder what he could sell if they gave him something decent to fucking sell. (laughs) Speaking of Cornette, here's you some news, by the way. Oh, shit. Uh, I don't know the exact date. Give me just a second and I'll look. Okay. Okay. Well, while you're looking that up, I'll go ahead and say this one because this is just one of those in passing things I saw that I wrote down because of how weird it was. Oh, well. <coughs> uh, Liv Morgan, while currently out with an injury, is teasing a new look on her when she comes back. And apparently she did this by posting a picture of hair in the floor that's supposedly her hair. So she's going to be coming back with shorter hair, maybe? So she took her extensions out is what you're saying. That's what it sounds like. That's why I, wanna, I have her hair in quotes on my page. Yeah. Because that's what it looked like if you look at the picture because it was on attached to the article i read and that's what it looked like because it was kind of darker hair because you know she always got that blonde silvery looking hair yeah this looked like the dark under <laughs> stuff that they put in and so here's the line that y'all didn't hear because you didn't watch dynamite last night uh-huh. when he, when mjf and cole got to the ring they did you know what i'm thinking and mjf thought that he wanted to have a a, a promo battle right so he said, I'll go first. I'll go first. And he, MJF to Adam Cole says, you're so skinny and ghostly pale white that if you were the 80s, Hogan would have snorted you. <laughs> <laughs> I know it's here, boys. Just I'm looking for it. It's, uh, it's breaking news that may actually make Jason want to spend some money. Oh, oh, wait a minute. You can't do that to me. I don't like spending money. Oh, I don't either, but I'm going to love spending it on this. Christ. It's in the official Cornette group, and there's like thousands of members that have posted all day long. So. Oh, yeah. Eric Brown with me. Oh, we got you, homie. If it wasn't for the fact that I just had this one piece of news left that I want to make sure you hear real good because I really like it. I'd go ahead and say it right now. But until you find it, I'll just filibuster. Son of a whore. I am. I mean, what? (laughs) You know. What the fuck? Okay. Okay, this one I'm going to talk about right here while you're looking for that. Shitty British wrestling, right? Okay. Because I always have it on just for something I can look up and kind of bitch about every now and then. It's a team. I do regular wrestling. The bottom rope is broke. Okay. The bottom rope is broke. The, this one guy goes to pin the other guy. The referee counts one, the referee counts two, and the referee stops counting. Oh, well. Why does the referee stop counting? Why? Because the guy's foot was, quote, on the bottom rope. 
there is no bottom rope. Oh no, it's still there. It's it's like hanging loose, but apparently it was it was something to do with the bottom rope and a rope break and it it was oh good god. But there's bottom rope. But the bottom rope is still there. Okay, you ready? Yeah. All right. To celebrate the 40th anniversary of the Midnight Express for the first and last time ever, oh a, li a limited edition collector set of action figures of all four members of the Midnight Express in an illustrated display box is coming soon. The set comes with an exclusive souvenir book, personalized autograph photo of the three remaining alive members, a signed certificate of authenticity. Only 2,000 will be available. Pre-orders begin Saturday, September 2nd at noon. Oh, my God. Now, here's the best part about it. It is the throwback to the... 2010 era where they're in the black gear with the silver and black jackets uh, yeah sweet Stan Lane beautiful Bobby Eaton Jim Cornette in the black pants black jacket black shirt silver tie and red jacket and little boy Dennis Condry for $229 wow now they have them they have Two other levels. One is like seven hundred bucks and comes with a bunch of cornet merch. The other one actually comes with an out of print Midnight Express uh, photo album and history book, but it's a G. So I think I'm just gonna drop the two twenty nine and get the four pack figs. That's awesome. And uh, the money raised will be split evenly four ways to each member. Uh, Eatons nice. goes to kids and grandkids. And uh, they will be doing specials of them that will be auctioned off for cancer research in the name of Loverboy Dennis Condry. That's awesome. Yes, I'm going to have to get those. That's absolutely Which will be Dennis Condry's first ever action figure. Uh, they released the Midnight Express set of Bobby and Stan in the <coughs> early 2000s. Cornette had an early run with Jacks, and then uh, Figures Toy Company's got about five or six different variations of Corny. All right, what's that last newsy PC you got there? Okay, the last bit of news, and I actually like this because it deals with tag team wrestling also. Yay! <laughs> A WWE Hall of Famer calls a certain tag team on the roster a throwback to his era of wrestling. An AEW Hall of Famer. No, a WWE Hall of Famer. Okay. Calls this tag team a throwback to his era of wrestling, and he says if he was to ever make a comeback, that he would love to manage them. Okay. Who is the Hall of Famer first? The Mouth of the South, Jimmy Hart. And the tag team, are they in WWE? Yes. Throwback tag team. 
Let me think a second. Would it be Alpha Academy? No. Okay. Who shall it be? Pretty Deadly. I can see Jimmy Hart with Pretty Deadly. He that said he loves those guys. He said they remind him of being a throwback to his era of wrestling when he would wear the bright flamboyant stuff because he was told, why does anybody want to come see you if you dress like them? That's why he always wore the crazy loud stuff, and he said he sees them doing the same thing. And he said how big of a fan he is of the guys, and he would love to do something with them if he had the chance to. And that is all the news that I have for the evening. I just seen something. Uh, this I don't know how real it is. It's they shared it on uh, the Cornet podcast. So breaking news in the WWE merger merger with Endeavor, Triple H will no long, longer serve on the board of directors. Uh, yeah, I actually saw that too. I wonder if that'll still if still have <coughs> uh, creative role. That I don't know because it wasn't said in there. Uh, I think the board of directors is just more political with wrestling. Well, it said that uh, the board of directors is going to be 11 people. It's six from Endeavor and five from WWE. Yeah, because Endeavor owns them now, so they'll have the that the winning board. vote. Right. And uh, the only thing, two, the only two I remember. Uh, the WWE has selected already. They've selected four of their five. Uh, Vince McMahon and Tony Khan being the two that I remember. Nick Khan. Or Nick, Nick Khan, Khan, yeah. Small plot twist. Those are the two that I can remember. Uh, uh, George Berrios and Michelle Wilson that came back that they brought in. Uh-huh. Uh, neither one of them were selected. Triple H wasn't selected. But like I said, they still have room for one more person to be involved in that. So, so we'll have to see, wait and see what they decide to do with that. So, Another thing real quick. Keep in mind, full disclosure, we always, we recorded out of order again tonight. Yes. Already done Reggie Ronda's Renegade Roundup and I said, I'm working on a big match, uh, a big tag team title match. Uh, let me go ahead and announce one match that we're going to go ahead and have on August 19th. Okay. You guys ready? I am. Josh, again, has had to take a sabbatical. Where are you at now? <clears throat> the other dogs had to go out. Oh, damn. So, we're going to have the newly minted super over babyface, Trinity, try his wheels with the RCW champion, Jake Murphy. Oh, that's going to be good. That's going to be a big test for Trinity. Yes, sir. Also, see, you'll see Crazy Train, Brandon Wally returns, Torque will be in action. Chris Crunk will be there, and my uncle, Uncle Terry, Terry the Rocker Lawler, will be there. Uncle Terry's coming back. Good. I'm glad I'm going to get to see him. Me too. 
Well, all right, since that's all the breaking news that we got right there, we'll uh, take a break. Uh, as you're hearing this, we'll come back with Ratchet Ronda's segment, but we're about to record the finish to this thing, guys, because we awesome out of order, bitches. Hey guys, it's me. Josh, should I bring back the old Facebook intro? Hey you guys, what's yeah, up? It's, it's me, me, Emily. <laughs> um, for those of you who don't know. Oh, uh, well, I'm not saying that. Anyways, for those of you who don't know, um, I went through a Facebook phase and, um, like, it Every was. Every time Jennifer would post a. Anytime my mom would post a video, that was my intro to the video, was, hey you guys, what's up? It's me, Emily. So, um,. It's actually Ratchet Ronda, and I'm doing my segment today. Um, what, I what is your segment, Ratchet my Ronda? My segment is the RCW Roundup. Oh uh, wait, we go. yeah, Ratchet Ronda's RCW Roundup. Why oh, won't my snaps load? Ratchet Ronda's Renegade Roundup. Excuse the freak out of me. <laughs> Excuse me, I actually burped that time. Anyways, um, I smell it. You can't yes. even smell it. Oh no, trust me. I got smell of vision. Whatever, man. Randy, quit humping Hello. him. Quit humping. Yes, Remy will not stop humping poor Knox. He's just sitting here. Freaking old man and living life, you know. Somebody, somebody give my dog a Viagra. Let him live his life. <laughs> no, Remy don't need to be pregnant. Give him a, give him a dog Agra. Did you not just hear our conversation? Give Knox a Viagra? And we'll be able to get her pregnant. Knox ain't got no balls. That's not true. According to Ben's brain, at least. Apparently, if... um. Apparently, if he can still rub one out, he can still get her pregnant. So. Okay. I didn't say nothing about getting pregnant. That's not true. I All didn't right. say anything about getting her pregnant. No, he just says we just can. Just said he can still have sex. Trust me. Knox and I share a similar thing. And trust me, I can throw backs out still to this day. Ugh, I hate freaking girls, bro. Anyways, let's do my segments. Because I've been looking forward to this all week. Every day I've been hoping that it's Thursday because I just want to talk and be on the podcast and talk crap and draw people and push people and talk and promote something that I'm really excited that's coming up. Hang on. And you, ha- and you hate girls because of what now? There's this girl, okay? I'm not going to name her name, but she posted on her Snap story with two pills in her hand. And she's literally in the eighth grade with two pills in her hand. And it said, sex, money, drugs, and vapes is all I need in life. Like, why can't you just go out and live your life and not... She did. Yeah, but not well, in a healthy money, way. And vapes. Not in a healthy she's way. She's living her best life, in her opinion. Well, see, that's when you drop them people out your life. Oh, I don't talk to her. I just have her on snap because I know her. Like, I, don't... I, see, I seen it you and your mama yesterday. Yeah, I heard. Oh, my drove, God. Drove it right by. I didn't, we didn't stay long because it started piss pouring rain. Yeah. I heard because they were five and nothing. Richard. Yeah, I mean, they were whooping ass. They probably, with no outs, they oh. probably would have won the game in that inning. Really? That really sucks. It was five to nothing, no outs. They had a runner on second, third, and all our good hitters are back up. Nice. So they, they could have um, mercy ruled it in the third inning. Our oh, softball wow. team and our cheer team is really one of the only good things at Ridgeland. I don't know if I'd say that about the softball team yet. Uh, they kind of did wax that ass in the first game. Uh, well, I mean, they merged the first game. 
Second game, not as bad. The game got the game. That was one of the games that it came down to a bad officiating call gave them the win. Uh, it happens. I mean, I need to sneeze. But they were they were on it yesterday on that damn sweet ass turf field. Yeah. Sorry. Okay. You're fine. Let's do the podcasts. We are doing the podcast. I mean, let's, let's do, do the roundup. Let's do the roundup, hoes. My hair is a little okay, fluffy. Okay, so. Yeah, round up some hoes. I like that idea, Emily. This episode. This episode of RCW was the Jason Hampton birthday bash. Yeah, it was the Jason Hampton and, birthday bash. And Crazy Train Tag Team Championship Celebration. It was, and that's how we started the show off with me and Malone coming out to the ring, gonna do our celebrating and all that good stuff. Emily was in the ring, had a nice piece of cake for me for my birthday. Shout out Cody's wife. Yeah, shout out Cody Deadly's wife, man. We uh we call her Mrs. Deadly. Yes, Mrs. Deadly. As soon as I pulled up, Cody comes up, hands me a card and a piece of cake, says, "Hey, happy birthday from the wife." Awesome. Love that guy. I do too, man. And his wife, she's been doing a lot of the, a few of the past few shows. She's great. And uh, she was sitting over there with uh, Jennifer and Emily this past show. Oh, or not cool. the birthday show, but bef- the show, show before, before the birthday show. The anniversary show. Okay. The anniversary show. Yeah. So, full disclosure, I will have nothing really to say about the matches because I was under the weather that you will hear about later in my pop for the week or yeah, 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 that's it. The pop. So I'm here to see, uh, I know all of the people on this podcast have told me how good the show was. Tyler has, and a bunch of the fans have reached out. So kind of excited to hear this, uh, special shout out to my boy, hall of famer, Sean Banks filling in for me Saturday night. The one-legged little legend. I know Tyler was, Worried as hell about the show, but he got, he actually had me, Josh, and Wes in there uh, for a production meeting, and we helped put the, put everything together. Good. We knocked it out. And, uh. Yeah. You'll probably be back in there with me on the 19th. I, I will definitely do that. You know me, I'll do whatever you need me to do. But we start off with a celebration, like I was saying. Emily's in the ring with that nice piece of piece of chocolate cake, and we go out there, thank the crowd, you know, for supporting us, for being there, for coming out to help celebrate my birthday with me, and help celebrate us winning the tag titles. And we tell, we holler at Dale. We say, "Now, Dale, play our music so we can dance with the people." Yeah, well, that went. And, and Dale, D- Dale, for some reason, did not play our music. What, oh, no. Yeah, what what music did he play there? He played the Serpent Assassin, Brandon Watley's music. Hey, you're going to have to speak up and speak towards the phone and stay out of yours. He played the, the uh, Serpent Assassin, Brandon Watley's music, guys. Man, I hate to interrupt you, but I like that kid. It's okay, I guess. It'd be even better if he didn't shove my but face he, in a cake. Well, that didn't happen yet. Anyways. He uh, comes out, gets on the microphone, and talks about how he's been gone from RCW for over the year, and it's become a joke with people coming out here trying to celebrate birthdays and just dancing. He said, if we're the real tag team champions like we claim to be, we would put the titles on the line. And I 
looked at him and told him, I'm like, we were just waiting on somebody to say they wanted a shot. <coughs> you know, we ain't going to duck nobody. We're fighting champions. Ruff, ruff, bark, bark. And so he said that uh, he had a surprise and his tag team partner would uh, be a big surprise to us. Yeah. Big is an understatement. So he turns and he leaves. So we go celebrating with the crowd again. Next thing I know, I turn around and there's, and there's a big like 20 foot guy standing behind me kicking me in the face. He's actually 6'10". I mean 6'11". I mean 6'12". No, 6'11". At least 6'12 is 7 foot tall, honey. 12 inches in a foot. Look at him. He's just trying to live. But he's a, uh, yeah, this seven foot tall behemoth decides he wants to choke slam me and Malone. Which was very pretty. I love you guys. <coughs> he did that. A very pretty choke slam. He does. And for those that don't know, tell him who that monster was because I recognized him when I saw the video. It was Austin Towers. Guy got his start down at NCW with our buddy Rick Michaels. Well, I tell you what, he's a big dude and he hits really hard. Yeah, he's a big old boy. I'm retired, so if he hits me, I'm gonna shoot him. And after he gives us that big double choke slam, Emily, you know, she gets out of the ring so she don't get attacked or anything. Which I wouldn't have complained if it was by that guy. And as she's backing up the ramp, she bumps into Brandon, Brandon Wally. Freaky buddy. She turns around, and <laughs> next thing I know, I look up. My face is in a cake hose. And when she looks back at me, her face is covered with chocolate icing. <laughs> I mean, boom. And then you know what these freaking maniacs in the ring want to do? Tell me Lick that I'm face. the one that ate their birthday cake. Yeah, she ate I'll my birthday cake. Y'all should have licked her face. Brandon Watley did. Well, he didn't lick it, but he took icing off of it and then <coughs> licked it. <laughs> so, yeah, oh. she, the kid ate my birthday cake. I couldn't believe it. Selfish. Can't have nothing nice around your children. Okay, Josh, do you have your okay. book for match order? Or do you remember match order? I, I, I got it. Yeah. Go get the book. Smoke another and... Y'all, I think I'm dying. I think I got mono. I'm just kidding. Quick kiss. Who you been kissing? Nobody. Y'all, do you understand how single I am? We don't pay Lulu enough for that kind of friendship. <gasps> ben. <laughs> what? That is just mean. Well, she's expensive. We okay. struggling to keep her as your friend. I've made new friends at school. That's what you think. There's this one kid, his name's Will, and he's really annoying. There's this other kid. And I think it's something about that name. <laughs> School's actually been pretty fun, though. Well, good. I'm glad you're enjoying your ninth grade year. Yeah, you know what? I do hate my freaking intro to American government class. The past four days, all we've done is sit there and listen to him lecture. I don't learn from getting lectured. I wish he wouldn't know the, co the teacher that Kenzie had, or Kylie had, went to left. Uh, you remember Bridges, Jason Daryl Bridges from the original football team? Yeah. He was the teacher, but uh, he went to CCS this year uh, to, to coach under Mariakis. But he said, look, I'm, I have to teach you from this book. 
But whatever lesson on, we're on, I'm going to tell you the real stuff that this book ain't going to tell you. Nice. And I was like, that's perfect. Somebody that will actually teach real history, not just the revisionist history that people want you to know. All right, Josh, what was the uh, first match on the card? First match on the card was Zach Dye <laughs> versus Brent Banner. Was that really the first match? Yeah, it was really the first match. Was you not watching? Was... No. Can we change Zach's name to Zach? I still don't have a tan dye. Or Zach, I'm afraid to get a tan or I'll die. She's even kind of crazy about my farmer's tan. Speaking of, I ran into his brother yesterday on my way to the Ridgeland game. You ran into Corey? I did. Uh, how was that did he get back up? I was leaving the little gas station on Wilson Road. You guys know the one I'm talking about? Yeah. I was leaving there, and uh, I thought it was him as I was backing out. And I was like, ah, why would he be down here? He lives all the way in Trenton. So I pulled beside him, and he seen me, and he come over and talked. And I said, what are you doing down there? He said, hanging out with her. I said, you still in Trenton? He said, no. I said, you still at Jefferson's? No. So he's hanging back out down around Wilson Road area. So I don't know if he's still doing good or not, boys. Yeah, I, don't know. I would say probably not, if that's the case. Say, yeah. Never been doing good? Zach Dine was able to pick up a win over Brent Banner in this match somehow. Oh shit! Brent yeah. is on downward spiral. Yeah, you know it was a good back his and forth emotions match. Are getting the uh, way. Brent went for his uh, his knee move that he did. Die sideswiped him. Quick roll up. One two three. Brent jumps up. He's like, no, that was two. He's sitting there pleading with the ref. Ref said, no, that was three. He follows the ref out <laughs> through the curtain. Kept pleading with him. No, that was that was not three. That was two. But no. Three count it was, and Zach got the win on die. I mean, Zach got the win on Brent. So? Zach got the win on Brent. That's I mean, Zach got the Brent win on die. Um, so, what did you think of the, the match there, Emery? <coughs> and, and don't forget our rating system. It was, I mean, oh, yeah, I got to get to the page so I can write down the fuck you, buddy. It was pretty good, I guess. I mean, it could have been better, but... For, like, I don't know. It was a pretty good match. I actually enjoyed the match. Um, they're both really good guys, and they both, you know, someone know what they're doing in the ring. And I think that it was good for them to have a match together. Maybe it'll sort of new storyline. Um, but I also think... Jesus. But I also think that Brent needs to um, stop letting his emotions get in the way. You guys... I agree with that, but he feels like he's been done wrong for so long. Yeah, Josh. Things and you know, screwing him over. I'm sure that I'll talk to him before the next show, and I'll give any kind of update he gives me on how where he's at with his mind. But yeah, I know after that that promo he did after the anniversary show that he he wasn't right. Yeah, I've I've got on the wrong end of him a couple times, trying to calm him down, trying to get an interview. So, yeah, he's, uh, he's not in a good place right now. We need to get more support. Right. How many fuck you buddies does that mean? How many fuck you buddies? Three, Three fuck you buddies. Yeah. I'm about to kill a dog. Did Josh show Emmy the trophy? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Oh, Trinity. Say, we'll save that for a communal pop. Yes, and speaking of Trinity... He was in the next match against against Yanni Viper. So what had happened was no. 
Jennifer did text me during this match and said that Trinity is super fucking over. Yes, he got a nice pop. Yeah, so what had happened? Steve Dave comes out. Fucker, He's still trying man. to get Trinity back. So Trinity. Trinity comes on out. Steve Dave fills him up with all this BS. Trinity goes on to say, You think that I deserved what you gave you think that I don't you don't deserve what I gave to you? <coughs> so when he turns down Steve Dave again, here comes Zach Dye from behind. Low blow. They start beating him down. And he's like, well, I got a friend that owes me a favor. And out comes Johnny Viper to have a match with him. Ain't nobody like him. Let's be honest. I'm just what? kidding. Johnny Viper is a really good wrestler, in my opinion, I guess. Um, but the match itself was like a good match. <clears throat> Um, I was really proud of Trinity, which are words I never thought would leave my mouth, to be honest. I've been telling you. Well, I've, you've also been telling me that the Steve Dave Enterprises would be over, but... They are over. Uh, yeah, I it, mean, like, in the past. But I never told you they'd be over. That was our group. Yeah, it was a horrible group. Anyways, um... Sorry, I burped. It was a good match in itself. Those are really two guys. Those are two guys that I'm uh, really excited about. Or the uh, I was really excited about to have a match because of um, Viper being in the you know business for so long and Trinity still being fairly green and him just you know coming to be a baby. His um, what's it called? Working the crowd. Him working the crowd is really good. He's doing really good with that. Um, I mean, there's always room for improvement by all means, but he did work the crowd very good. He had some really good spots. Oh. Um, I would give that match four. I'll give it four. Four fuck you, buddies, for Johnny Viper against uh, Trinity. And it's it's funny you say that, Emmy, about him working the crowd. That was one of the main things that even made me and Tyler decide to give him a shot. In his highlight video, I don't want to see you do 900 flips and I want to see you bump. I want to see you sell. I want to see you execute a lockup properly. I want to see you run the ropes properly, and I want to see how you interact with the fans. And that's what Trinity sent us, and that's why he is where he is right now. I mean, not great, but he's good. He will. He will be great. He's got potential. Very much potential. The only thing was, once we got him to shut the fuck up. Yes. And I know you listen to this, Trinity. Once we got you to shut the fuck up and open them ears, you've uh, you've impressed all of us, and not just us on this podcast. Uh, Emmy hated you three weeks ago. Emmy kept trying to get, fire, get us to fire you even before her segment was started. He's horrible. He sucks. Blah, 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 blah. But now, she's become a fan because of the improvements you made. So keep that up, dude. He's not Trinity. Just found my TikTok. <laughs> All right. Next match on the card, Chris Payne versus Dino Dupree. Oh, yay. Emmy's favorite wrestler. Ha, ha, talk about your match about your favorite wrestler. Right? I don't even want to talk about Chris Payne. <laughs> How many fucking you don't want to talk about it? Just give us a number. Um, it was. I mean, for Dino, it 
thought it was a decent match. I mean, I hate Chris. Dino can have good matches. I I had some with him, Jason. His whole entire crack just came out. Not in the match. Um, we're watching you. Shitty British wrestling. Oh, and he just pulled his pants up. Anyway. Um, freaking buttholes. Where was I at? A number for Payne and Dino. Number for Payne and Dino. Um, we started talking about it. You said it was a good match for Dino. 0.5. Half of a fuck you, buddy. Half of a fuck you, buddy. So you're just getting that fuck? Yeah. That's, that's just a tip. Man, I, could get, get, I, get I mean, for me, it's just a tip, guy. All right. After that, we went to intermission. Well, actually, after that, there was a little segment with uh, Dino was doing the beat down on Payne, and Randy Rocker come out and made the save. <clears throat> what a man. What a man. Wes keeps trying to talk to him and trying to get him to, you know, reunite culture shock. Reunite culture shock. So, I didn't see it. I didn't see it. Maybe, uh, maybe some Fuck crazy you, train culture shock matches coming in the future. <laughs> on I wouldn't hate seeing it, but I wouldn't start counting my chickens yet just with the way all that ended between the two of them. Why don't you let me count my cock? Because you're single, remember? Oh, that's true. I am single. No, no, uh, yeah. I don't think Randy Walker seems to be in the reuniting mood, it seems to be. He was giving some West, West some dirty looks. I got mean, a heck of a beard, though. I'm jealous. It's I fun. mean, it is. And if you've not seen Randy Rocker lately, that some bitch is beautiful. Yeah. He's got a I'm nice jealous. beard, I guess. Yeah. I would say no homo, but take it however you want to it. You know, uh, when you wanna... That's a, that's a jacked up, beautiful bearded specimen. <laughs> <laughs> so we go and, uh, we go to intermission, come back from intermission with Jake Murphy defending the RCW Ooh. title against Torque. Ooh. I hate I missed this one live. I have since seen the match, but I hate I missed this one live because I was really looking forward to this one. This yeah. was a... Hell of a match. Let's rev it up, hoes. You gotta do it. All right, Ratchet Rhonda, tell us about. Tell her about it. Uh, this match was. It was pretty good. <clears throat> Sorry, I'm like dying. My sinuses are killing me. Um, slowly but surely. Anyways, um, this was a really good match. Honestly, these are two vets that I was actually pretty excited to see in the ring. Cause I know that they're both. They're probably singles wise. Like, that are frequently at RCW because Crunk is probably one of the most over babies that, I mean, comes. But, I mean, like, almost every show, that was me. But that comes almost every show. We call regulars. Yeah, regulars. But, I mean, like, Crunk's great, but he's, you know, doing New South, which is great for him. But Torque is one of probably our most over babies. And Jake is definitely one of the most over heels. I mean, I would say Jake is the most over heel. Nobody's more hated than Jake right now. But I can go ahead and tell you that close. I can go ahead and tell you that fifty percent, probably not fifty, like twenty-five percent of that hate comes from the people hating Cat. I was about to say, is Jake the biggest heel or is Cat the biggest heel? Yeah, let's let's be honest here. Who's the? (laughs) Is it the manager or the wrestler himself? So what happened in this match? Um, Who won? Who do you think won? Well, tell us what happened. They might not know. Jake Murphy um, 
kept the title, which is not shocking. And how did he I decide say, to get away with it this time? Um, cat. That freaking Oh. Elaborate. Um, cat cheated. Yet again. It looked like Torque had the match won. Cat had the referee distracted. Shocker. Don't look at me. And oh wait, was it John? Oh it was. They distracted the referee with a shocker? Josh and that says, say it was John. I completely see that. Can we get a? 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 Um. Today, Junior. Josh was over flapping his gums with Cat and missed Johnny Viper come in. <gasps> and Johnny Ooh. freaking and torque short stubby legs. He hit torque with the belt in the back of the head while he was trying to pin Jake. The goal of the official is to make sure that only the competitors that are in the match are. In the ring or on ringside. She was exactly. up on the apron. So I and had Johnny to Viper down. got in the ring. But I didn't see. I was having to get cat down so I can finish the match. You know, I've, I'm kind of seeing a trend. You've been the referee in a lot of matches where she is the cause of distraction so or the got? actual cause of Jake being the victor. So who do we kick out? The ref? Are you on the payroll? No, I am just a victim of circumstance. I don't want his money. No, not at all. Well, here's my thing. Jake listens to the podcast. You need to focus on more focus on the talent in the ring as opposed to someone that has not yet interfered in said match. Yeah, she ain't no wrestler. Actually, I, I think that bad. Cat scares me. Oh, cat will whoop your ass. Cat, cat scares me. Cat scares me. Cat scares me. So, yeah. So, how many fuck you buddies on this one? Three, no four. 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 Oh, yeah, and he wrestled. Thinking about the more important one. And yeah. he wrestled. Who he wrestled? He wrestled the future Damian Bradshaw. Yeah, it was weird. I was uh, I was getting ready earlier no that night, cares. and uh, I didn't know he was there, and I just I just see some random-ass, dark-looking motherfucker in a mask in the woods just, just staring at people. It was, it, was, it was really weird. Damian was in a mask in the woods? No, I was Bangler. Oh, we were talking about Damian. What were you doing hiding in the woods? I was going outside to, to, talk, to, to, to talk to people to go over stuff, to... To give my he ref. was a referee. He has to go over the rules with everybody. Yeah, yeah well, you still suck at applying the rules. But yes, Damian Bradshaw. They don't listen to him, so why waste his breath? Anyways, Damian Bradshaw. Um, This kid, I, we all had like a community push to him a couple weeks ago. Um, this kid That's is really, my dude. This kid is really um, good. And <clears throat> Trinity... Um, I'm going to say knows that best that my opinion is a pretty big deal. If I say you're pretty good. Yep. Um, you have a big carries weight. Yeah. You've been around for long enough. People actually listen to you when you say something. <laughs> uh, he still hadn't listened. And it's not that you've just been around. It's you've been around and you, you've been around more than just sitting in the crowd and watching it. Yeah. I mean, think about it. UEW. You help build the arena. I know, it's a pretty big deal, guys. You help build the arena. You and Kylie got in the ring the first match in the new building and did the. Oh, stop! Let's go here. Stop! Stop! Do not 
I think that's still on the Fanatics YouTube page. Oh, we can leave it there. It we can is. leave it there. To... It's going on. If I find it, it's going on the Turn the Bucket Podcast page. We'll if it's not on there, let me know and I'll have Bigger's wife send it to me. <laughs> and for everybody that wonders, yes, I said Bigger's with a B. E-I-G-G-E-R-S. Um, but Damien is... I think that this this kid honestly has potential. I mean, as crazy as this sounds, he reminds me of Braden Toon. Okay. Okay. I can see that comparison. Like, not in the look, but like, like, this kid has potential. If he's trained by the right people and trained properly, this kid can go places. Yeah, and if this if this tag team with uh, Malone don't work out, I have the matching singlet to the tights he wears. So <laughs> yes, you do. <laughs> yeah, because this as long as this kid stays humble and hungry, he'll be fine. I agree completely. As long and I don't see either one of those going away. As long as he stays open to constructive criticism, because he's kind of like Trinity to a sense, and kind of like Brent, and takes everything that is said to him to heart that needs to be taken to heart not worthless people's opinions who just want to get under his skin he doesn't let that affect them they let the opinions that value and matter affect them and people that just think that they suck are not you know opinions that value in my opinion and another good thing about this kid was um he had canceled the show for saturday earlier in the weeks yeah uh because some some family issues, we won't go through that. He told me in confidence. So uh, when they're ready to talk, we'll we'll discuss it on the podcast. But uh, then he messaged me the next morning. He's like, "Hey man, I made a blunder. I made a blunder. Um, my wife's mad at me because I canceled the show. So can I uncancel?" We're like, "Yeah, perfect. Dude, Come on." Literally, we're sitting at Gaza Stock Friday night, which was amazing. By the way, I hate that you missed that. Oh yeah. my god. Yeah, we'll cover we'll cover why I missed it in the uh, in my pop yeah. this week. But we uh we're sitting at Gaza Stock and he's uh we're talking to him and he says he's not gonna be there and uh for the life of me, you know how horrible I am with names, but his old lady's like and why are we not Lacey. Lacey. Said, and why are we not coming tomorrow? Oh and he's like, Oh, because we blah blah blah. She's like, No, we're coming to wrestling. Tell everybody we'll be there. And see, that right there is another thing that will keep him going, having her to support his dream. Oh, yeah. Which you know as well as I do, it's hard to find a woman that supports your wrestling. Yeah. No doubt about that one. Not only supports it, but supports going with you. Like, Jennifer's always supported yours, but she didn't always... After UEW shut down, she didn't go to any other shows with you, really. No, but she... Until we kind of all started going back to RCW. Well, she always said she wanted to go to shows that feels like home. Right. And that's what RCW is. And I I think everybody's starting to see that as well. Like our new talent that's coming in or coming out of training or seeing that we're just one big family. All right. And Damien, you know, picked uh, picked up a big win over the Mangler. His first win. I thought it was, but I didn't want to say that and be wrong. It's his first win. First so, one always tastes good. So big first win over the Mangler. How many fuck, how many fuck you buddies for this one? Four and a half. Four and there a half. we go. All right. Highest one of the night. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. 
I can't wait to see and whoever now, gets that five. Fuck you, buddies. Oh, yeah. So we got to talk about that later in the pop. We're here in the main event. Brandon Watley and Austin Towers versus Crazy Train for the RCW Tag Team Titles. I'm not going to lie. I almost said UEW because we was just talking about UEW. <laughs> I got one of those belts back. Oh, nice. Okay. Um, so, wait, did you say his partner's name? Austin Towers. Oh, I didn't hear you. Sorry. Yeah. Said them um, both. A big, as Ben put it, <laughs> the when he talked about the guy, he looked like he's seven foot seventy. He's so freaking amazing. He's, he's, he, 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 was, he scared me. He was big. You really want to see how big he is? Wait till you see him and I in person. Yeah, he makes Ben look small. Because I'm the biggest guy at RCW by far. And he makes me look he makes me look and feel little. Yeah. You ain't the biggest one no more, buddy. Who bigger? Him. Uh Mr. Towers. Well, in height, in weight. Well, he's not a regular. I am the biggest regular. Well, no, in weight, you're the biggest regular. In height, and he is. He's taller than Joey biggest. Gambino. <coughs> Mm, I don't know if Joey is taller than me. Uh, maybe. Anyways, main event. <coughs> but I do the Austin Towers versus Walker 13. Oh, that'd oh be good. We'll have to reinforce the ring. Yeah. It will be the irresistible force and the immovable object. Oh, it's the Hogan Andre of RCW. Which, <laughs> which, sweet, you should just street fight with us, too. Uh, tell me about this tag team title matchup, Murray. This match. May I tell you about it? This was Please do. an Please amazing do. match. Um, it Crazy Train kept the win. I'm gonna go ahead and spoil it. Crazy Train kept the titles. Go Crazy Train! Woo! How did they keep the titles, Wretched Ronda? Because they won the match. You just said that. How did they win the match, Wretched Ronda? Because the referee yeah. counted to three. You should know this. I will say this why you this is why you have problems refereeing. <laughs> things were looking very bleak for a while. I Yeah. I can see why you got a man that's seven foot seventy. I ain't even gonna lie. I was getting my ass kicked. <laughs> and Brandon Wiley like one of them ninja guys with his nunchucks. Oh yeah, he kicked me right in the face. He, uh, he a little snug, I've heard. <coughs> oh yeah, that was uh, that was legit. He oh, shoved that cake so far up my nose I couldn't breathe. Is he comfortably snug or is he stiff? Oh, well, you know, we always take the peaks behind the curtain every now and then. Right, because, you know, we're we're tight with each other, but we say we're comfortably snug to everybody else. Oh, no, this this was stiff as fuck. Oh, <laughs> he chuggy touch you. Legit. He gives me a, you know, you always think snapmare spinal tap, right? Sure. That bitch. No, that ain't what happened. Oh, I was about to say, he stole my shit. Towers gave me the Snapmare Spinal Tap. I get the <laughs> Snapmare from uh, Watley. And I'm expecting Spinal Tap. No, I get a Stan Lane Savat kick to the face. Oh, nice. And it was legit to the left eye. Duty. Right mm. And at this point, uh, Wiley, I think he knew he got me. Mm-hmm. 
because it's like as soon as it happens, he covers, and he's like, "Shit, are you okay?" And I'm like, "Yeah, I'm good." And then Josh jumped down and does the whole, you know, checking, make sure I'm good. You know what you should have told him? What? I know a bitch named Della hit harder than that. <laughs> I bet he would have popped like hell. But yeah, things was looking bad. Uh, Towers gets in right there near the end. Uh, here's Malone. Dude, Malone in that match was great. Does what? Malone listen to the podcast? Uh, yeah, I think so. Hey, um, uh, I hope everything goes well with Braley's surgery recovery. If you do listen. Yes, definitely. Definitely. We'll talk about that in the pop and push later. But, uh, yeah, Towers comes in, and there's a... 7'70 Magic Mike stuff. Well, Watley was able to hit a DDT on (laughs) Malone when he comes in, so it kind of spoils the momentum. And then Watley gets up, and, or, I'm sorry, Towers gets in, and he grabs... Malone for the choke slam. At that point, I've recovered a little bit. I come running. And I take a boot to the face, and then he picks me up for the choke slam. So he's going to double choke slam us again. But Watley reaches in and tags himself in. One, two, three. So he tags, like tank. He tags himself in, and uh, <laughs> Towers decides to just throw us to the side and kind of. Give him the, what the fuck are you doing, buddy? Look. Hey, buddy. And Watley just, like, does a brush by, goes and starts kicking Malone and kicking me. and With his big A feet? Oh, no, you said Watley. Next thing I know, I look up and Towers has... It's towering over you. Towers has Watley by the throat and gives him a choke slam. That was my short-lived tag in RCW history. And I said, hmm. Okay. It's like Wayne. So I pick Watley up, give him a big forearm. He stumbles back into Malone, and we give him the... I don't know what we're going to call him. The all aboard, I guess, where the Um, Cobra Clutch... The Cobra Kick. The Sick Cobra. The Sick Cobra. The Sick Cobra. There you go. The Sick Cobra. And we, uh, Crazy actually pinned Brandon Watley because Crazy <coughs> recovered from surgery in time and was at the show. I saw that. So we pinned Brandon Watley and we have a good old time and... All the fans. We got all the kids in the ring dancing around, jumping around, having a good time and... What? We close the show like that with all the kids in the ring. Five, no, four point eight. Back home, happy. Four point eight. Four point eight. Oh, we got four point eight. Fuck you, buddies. She's saving that five fuck you buddies for something yeah. special. I'm saving it for something I'm gonna. Well, I'm not saving it for something I'm gonna talk about with my pop. I will be talking about it in my pop though, so you gotta wait for the end of the show. 
Uh, overall, what, what grade would you give the show? How many fuck you buddies for the overall show? It's a letter grade, letter grade for the show. Oh, an A plus and a half. A? No, an A minus and a half. A minus. Was an A plus and a half. It would, it would be an A plus if Chris Rock was there. A minus. A minus and a half. What the fuck? Okay. We will take that and keep in mind. Our next RCW show will be on August the 19th. Be there. Be square. Bam. Be 3890 alternate 52 in Chatsworth, Georgia. We'll go more in-depth next week. But I am working on, I can say this, it's pretty much set in stone, that we will have a huge tag team title match that night. Oh. And we will leave it there for right now. Dot, 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 ellipses. Thank you guys for listening to my segment. MFers, um, we'll be back later. We'll be right back with the... Uh, Sign us off. I mean, where are we going to next? The pop lock and drop it, hose. There you go. Be right back, guys. That was quick and slow all at the same time. How'd you manage that? I'm special. My name Lil Daryl. Man, I still remember waking up at damn five o'clock in the morning before I was getting when I was getting ready to go to school just so I could watch Comic View on BET. <laughs> if y'all don't know who Lil Daryl is, look up Ricky Smiley Comedies. Yes. I still remember Lil Daryl's Easter song for church. Yeah, I also look up Ricky Smiley playing the uh, the bass. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good Look Lord. up anything Ricky Smiley. You you that one. Yeah, just look up Ricky Smiley. That'll work. You seen the one with the bass, ain't you? Oh yeah, that's why I started laughing when you said that. That's hilarious. But it's everyone's either favorite portion or least favorite portion of the show, depending on which side of the popper drop you're on. <laughs> All right, well. We said, this, we said this earlier. We've been recording out of order. So I ain't even going to lie. Ratchet Ronda is not here to give her pops or pushes or anything. But that's okay because she was saying earlier, I really don't know what I'm going to pick for my pop, drop, or push. Well, we'll give her a week to think about it. And we won't go into what's going on. We'll just say she's not able to be with us at this time. And we'll go with that. Straight back, but uh, who wants to start off? Because I want to go last with my pop. I'll go first, I'll be short and sweet. I'll take, I'll volunteer to go second. That'll 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 work, man. All right, so (laughs) Davey has been really getting into wanting to watch horror movies lately. Horror movies, horror, 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 scary. Oh, scary movies. Okay, just just making sure because your southern accent sounded like something else for a second. Oh, yeah, <laughs> it, it definitely sounded like you said horror movies. Yeah, I'm like, 
I'm with you, Dave. That's, I don't want to watch horror movies. No, well. That's not until he's 18. So I've been slowly picking and choosing different ones. My ass. <laughs> they kick on need something in a year when y'all he's in there for two hours and y'all ain't got no conditioner left. <laughs> <laughs> Jennifer whoop his ass. She better not. Every time she's gonna knock on the door, he's gonna start over. <laughs> So I've been picking and choosing which ones I think will be enough to get the feel of what a scary movie is, but not have him shit in his pants and all this kind of stuff. So, Scream. I Scream's a good one. Yes, we haven't got through Scream yet, but I'm going to. I, started, I own them all with the newest two, and they're on the cock. I started with The Ring. He, he really liked that. He had a blast watching that. Didn't get scared at all. Uh, and then tonight... The ring was more of a jump scare every now and then. Yeah. Than being an actual, like, scary yeah. movie. Then uh, tonight, which is what we was watching, uh, it was Friday the 13th. Oh, which one? Which one? Uh, the remake is the only one I could find. Oh, okay. 2009. Which, which wasn't a bad movie. Uh, made Jason more of a badass. Now, here's where you went wrong. You got to throw them kids in a deep end. You know, fuck them kids. You should have started his little ass off with Poltergeist. Good God. Shit bar. And then that way, when he ain't minded, and all he's going to do is play video games, uh-huh. you get him with the TV shit. <laughs> White noise he, on the TV. Parenting, Josh. Parenting. I like that. That's a good idea. That's a good idea. I think your next one should honestly be the... You can do the, I know what you did last summer, those aren't bad. Yeah. And then the, the screen series for sure. And you can also do the screens on the series. Uh, you can yeah. find them on YouTube. Yeah. He's been asking about Candyman, so that can be a Candyman. Yeah, he can handle that. Yeah. yeah, Candyman was a good movie. Um, I would suggest watching the Halloweens, but you need to watch them all in order. Yeah. Uh, I can't remember the last time and I watched them all in order. They really don't go the order that they were related to. You can type it in on the internet. It'll tell you how to watch them. Yeah. You want me to tell you some bullshit? What? When I first started getting into watching scary movies, one of the first ones I watched was that Revenge of Michael Myers Halloween oh, movie God, that he wasn't even in hardly, and it was like the... The copycats or whatever, the... No, it was the. Uh, they were trying to make a big deal about the thorn symbolism and the thing. Yeah, yeah, that was horrible. And that was one of the first ones I watched. I mean, it had Ant Man in it, so that was something. But that was just one of those. I was like, huh? Yeah, I'm not a big horror fan. Uh, there's there's certain ones I like. Like I love the screens. Um, I like. Uh, Devil's Rejects and House of a Thousand Corpses. Yes. yes. I need to watch the I like Rob Zombie remake of Halloween, both of them. Yeah, he did good. Even though in the second one, it's like Abyss is playing Michael Myers, I think. <laughs> <laughs> you know, this motherfucker's gone forever and comes back in Chris Park's Carhartt jacket and shit. Um, I enjoy the Jasons for what they are. I've always liked Jason. He's always been my favorite slasher. You know, like when you were 12 and you could spank it out in like two minutes, those sex scenes were perfect. <laughs> right. 
Uh, and that's just nostalgia from the 80s being a kid, like yeah. with the the Friday the 13th and the... Nightmare on Elm Street. Nightmare on, the, the Nightmare on Elm Street movies, the Jason movies, the... Uh, well, that's why some, when... Some of the shitty-ass Halloween movies. When Will brought up that movie he brought up the other night, and I was like, oh my god. It's a horrible movie. I'm not even going to lie, but it's one of those, it's just... The old, the twist ending that they had in the thing when he was talking about Sleepaway Camp. Yeah. It's got a twist for sure. Oh, it's got a hell of a twist of an ending. So, you've, you're more of a horror fan, Jason, than, uh, you probably watch a lot more. Did you ever watch Terrifier? Arts Clown? I've not watched it. I've actually said I want to watch one and two. So, yeah. Don't ask Ben if he's going to watch that one. He's not. No, he's not. I don't know, I watched both of the new hits. Uh, uh, he's talking about that Terrifier movie, though. That's in like the 70s, With Art the Clown? No, they're newer. Oh, no, no, fuck that. Oh, no, there was some... I do have a movie you might like about clowns. What's one? About John Casey. Oh, nice. Oh, the documentary, nice. I found it at the Goodwill. <laughs> That's funny. I said we get together and watch uh, Killer Clowns from Outer Space. No, it is so cheesy. <laughs> Like, I watched it, and I was like, why the fuck was I scared of this? Now I'm scared to watch it because it's so fucking stupid. Right. It makes Body Slammer Ready to Rumble look like they should win Academy Awards. They should. They're amazing movies. No, they're really not. Shut the fuck up. They're amazing movies. <laughs> okay, but they're not. <laughs> we love them, and they're amazing to us, but they're both shitty-ass fucking movies. <laughs> That's how bad Killer Clowns from Outer Space is. Now, to be fair, the original it still scares the shit out of me. Uh, oh, yeah, Tim Curry was fucking amazing. God. The new it, I actually kind of laughed at it, and I was like, don't even look real. You know, like, the parts where he, you could actually tell it's him in the costume and not CGI, I was like, yeah, that's some freaky-ass shit. Yeah, he, but, uh, they picked a good guy to play Pennywise in that. Oh, yeah. They if they wouldn't have done so much CGI, I'd probably be, still be scared of it. But with them doing so much CGI to me, CGI yeah. can be good or bad. If you do too much to me, it's overdone, and then you're like, "Kill it." Yeah, it's it's too much. Can't see shit. All right, so is that all your pop, Josh? That's it. All right. Well, mine's gonna be weird that it starts off this way, but I promise it's a pop. So, uh, most of y'all know that know me have seen me in shorts or in my tights when I wrestled and know that my right leg looks different than my left leg as far as the skin because in 99, I had a skin graft done because I fell in a vat five and a half foot deep of runoff acid. Well, never knock on wood had any problems with it. Um, it would every now and then get some heat bumps on it. Well, I've been back to work now, and I've got to wear actual pants, which I never wear, even in the wintertime. Um, and it was hot in our office, so I started getting these blisters on my skin graft. And I thought, we're just heat bumps because it's so hot up there, because I'd have swamp nuts when I got home where they had no air to breathe. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. And so uh, they, would, they would develop up there, and then... Uh, just be like real big clear bulbs 
and then they they popped and then uh it would of course like a blister it would take the top layer of skin off with it and i don't have but one layer and then it's like my guts on this leg right because it's you know skin graft skin from other parts of the body it will grow back it just takes time so i didn't think anything about it then i had one on the back of my ankle where there's just a little bit of skin graft back there come up well <coughs> friday i got off work and uh y'all hear us talk about him a lot jason collins uh we work together uh so he calls me from hollers at me from next door i was like hey come here for a second he had locked himself out of his office i give him everything i had to try to pick a lock like he fucks up my a couple of my cards my speedway card and shit like that he comes in, I said, did you get it? And he said, no, nah, I just kicked the door in there. I get maintenance to fix it on Monday. So we hug each other and we're on our way. Uh, so it's probably about 5.30, 5.45 when I get home Friday night. And I take a shower. I don't even think I ate dinner. And I was like, man, I feel like shit. And I lay down and I, I go to sleep from 7.30 until 9 a.m. Saturday morning. Damn. And if y'all follow this podcast, y'all know that's way too much fucking sleep for me. Yeah, because I know I tried to call you. No, 11 and a half hours. Yeah, because I know I tried to call you to see if, because uh, I guys to start to show you the band like I did the, the first two that you didn't right. get to. And I was, I was dead to the world. Uh, woke up the next morning. Kylie had two softball games in Dade County. Man, I was exhausted. I was shitting. I was throwing up. I was running a fever. So I thought I just got, you know, like a summer flu or something. So I sit in the air conditioning car and watch the games. Um, my legs leaking all over the place. We leave. Uh, we go to get go to get something to eat after we talk to you guys. Yeah. Uh, I eat like we get it to go. So we get El Cactus and bring it home. And I have a taco salad fajita. I probably eat about an inch of the whole thing. You know how taco salad fajitas are there. Yeah. Basically, it's a big ass. It looks like a big taco, but it's a fried shell with all the fajita stuff inside with cheese sauce. I ate about an inch of that and was felt sick. So I put it up, went back to bed, slept all day, woke up Sunday, still felt like shit, still had a fever. So I called out of work Monday, which I've only been there a little bit of time, so I was kind of nervous about that. And he was like, all right, just let me know how it's going. Well, Monday, when Kylie gets home from work, she shows me on her ankle where she's had this this blister has healed up, but behind it, three more have developed. And I was like, that's fucking weird. Oh, so I said, take your bandage off and show me. When she does, it looks, hold on. I had to spit my dip out. It looks just like the one on the back of my ankle. And I see the little clear polyps on it. Yeah. And hers isn't leaking yet. I said, that's weird. I said, I have the same thing on my leg. <coughs> so I called us both appointments for the next morning. Hers is at 9.15. Mine's at 10.45. We get to her doctor and they give her some cream for it. Uh, tell her to make sure she changes it three times a day using the cream. So I get to my doctor. They look at it, uh, take a culture. The doctor comes in and says that it is impetigo, which is the exact same thing that Kylie was just diagnosed with. <coughs> Holy shit. It, 
Kylie just come in and said, we talking about our infant tigers. <laughs> infant tigers. And the funny part about that was my nurse was four, and so I couldn't really understand what she was saying. And I, and plus she had a mask on. And I thought she said infant tigers. And I was like, oh, shit. I love little tigers, but I guess I can only play with the big ones now. <laughs> so, uh, what sounds like a bad story is it actually ends up being a good story. She gives me some steroids and some antibiotics. Told me they're going to run the culture. Once they get the results back, she'll let me know if the steroids and antibiotics I got are good or she needs to give me something strong. And that's why I was sick all weekend. I know it doesn't sound like a pop, but it really is because if I wouldn't have noticed Kylie's ankle was doing the same thing mine was, I probably wouldn't have got mine checked out until it was too late to where either I lost my leg or I lost my life. Yeah. Yeah, I'm glad you was able to get that checked out yeah, and figure real. out what the hell was going on. Yeah, yeah, you had me worried, man. Hey, either one of those is bad enough. Good thing, I guess, if I lost the bottom part of my leg, I still have another two legs to walk on. <laughs> that's true. That's true. And that's a, a pop right there. All right, Jason, go ahead. Okay, mine. <clears throat> you know, I was, I literally was just joking around when I was talking about this past Saturday being the Jason Hampton birthday bash. Yeah, it was just. It just happened that the show fell on my birthday, so I was making a big joke about it and having a good laugh and thinking I'd talk about it on the podcast. It wouldn't go no further than that, you know? Well, uh, it did go further than that, and, you know, we had... It went to a production meeting. Yeah, it, it made it to the actual show, and, again, I'm just fucking around, just going to have fun with it, and then... Go out there to start, knowing that it's just going to be an angle where Emily's getting the cake shoved in her face. Because I already talked to her about that, and I told her, I'm like, I'm going to get somebody to shove cake in your face. Uh-huh. She's like, oh, no, it's not going to happen, blah, blah, blah. Well, I went to her Saturday. I'm like, hey, it's happening. She's like, really? And uh, so we go through... All that happens and everything. And just like... The crowd at RCW... They really made... They made my day, I'm gonna tell you. Because, uh... We go out there for the thing... You know, I talk about it being the birthday... And all the kids and everything got up ready to dance... Whenever I said to play the song. But then when we come out there to actually do the match... As I'm walking around the ring, I have a lady stop and give me a card. You know, I sent you a, I actually sent you a picture of that card. Right. Uh, she gave me a card as I was walking around the ring. I dropped it off over there with Jennifer before I got in the ring. <laughs> I get. They went through Polaroids on the inside, were they? No, there was not. Thank God. Oh, God damn. <clears throat> Was it the lady that wanted to pray with me? No, she wasn't there. Okay, she seems like the kind that would do something like that. It was the one that sits, like, directly across from where Jennifer sits in, like, the second row that never sits down. No idea, bro. No idea. Yeah, you'll, you'd know her if you saw her. She's all the time, because I know we've said something about her uh, being into it as much as she is. Okay. 
But like I said, she gave me that card. I dropped it off. Get in the ring. The bell, I don't think the bell even rang. It's as soon as our music stopped, as soon as Dale turned the music off and we're waiting in there. Uh, the crowd starts, and I mean, everybody in the crowd starts singing happy birthday. Yeah, Jennifer uh, takes me during that. Yeah, I looked over at her, and she's like, she, I'm looking at her, I pointed to her, she's like, no, so I just like, just drinking in, really, you know. My first question was, did he cry? And then she's like, no, they started the match. <laughs> but no, just, uh. Please tell me the heels jumped you. Do what? Please tell me the heels jumped you. No, we actually jumped them. Oh, either way. At least it was a good upstart, because you'd have been squalling. But yeah, just, uh. Just that, and then, like I said, after the match was over, we had kids. We got all the kids in the ring and everything to have fun and jump and play around. And a uh, little girl gave me a little circle, yellow circle, one of them popper things. I seen that. That's a pretty state wild. And then uh, there was another little girl that gave me... I uh, gave me some pictures that she drew and you know it was just a it was just a really awesome night all around uh we got the best fans I completely agree that that really meant a lot to me that they would you know not only that the kids gave me stuff that you know they either worked on or that was probably theirs and they were like here I want you to have this right <clears throat> which you know, having kids those are usually the best gifts anyway when they're little is the gifts that they make or something of theirs that they give you. Right. Absolutely. But then the crowd, you know. Trust me, you're about to come on this. When they have a job, that shit ain't cute no more. Right. But I tell my kids all the time. Kelly's like, I'm just going to make you something. like, no, nah, that shit was cute when you was broke. You ain't broke no more. Return <laughs> on my investment. But I, I do... My kids don't buy cards. Kylie don't buy cards. She'll <laughs> always get a card, whether it's Father's Day, uh, birthday, Christmas, Valentine's Day. She always makes me a card, which those still mean stuff. Right. But yeah, just like I said, the crowd, they yeah. sang happy birthday, and then knowing that it wasn't Jennifer that got it started, like I was thinking she would do. Oh, yeah. I mean, y'all are over. There's no telling who it was. Right, right. Uh -huh. So are we popping or dropping this week? Hang on. Oh. What do you want? I just pop, did my pop. Everybody's done a pop. Do you have one? Yes, I have a pop. Okay, what you got? Uh, well, I have two pops, actually. <coughs> they'll be fast because I'm not going to go into detail. Um, Tomorrow is my first football game as a Ridgeland High School cheerleader. Um, it's just a scrimmage, right? Yeah. Okay, I'm not going to that shit. <laughs> Um, if it don't matter, I ain't coming. But technically, it is our first game, according to the coaches. Um, so, I'll be there, cheering, living life. Um, and my second pop is what's happening Saturday, August the 26th, which is a pro wrestling mixtape at the RCW building. Um, we're not talking about that. We're not talking about it? <laughs> no. Why? Because we had plans and your dad fucked us. 
I forgot. We had fans to watch a pay- another NWA pay per view. We get fucked out of. It's just a pay per view. Y'all can rewatch it. Shut your whorish mouth. <laughs> I will cancel your spot on this podcast as we speak. Anyways, I'm super excited about the mixtape. Um, show up, be there, show out. Um, Don't show up, stay home and watch the NWA. Fuck that shit. Oh my god! Okay, I'll let's, have I'll have next. a good match that night. Pop, let's do pop, or let's do push. Go ahead, since you probably need to get in bed. Um. Do you have a push and a drop? I have a push and a drop. You can go ahead. Okay, and you, you can go and do both yours if you want to. I'm gonna do my drop because my push is kind of a big deal. It's a big deal. And it's gonna mean a lot, I hope, to the person that I'm pushing. So. so do um, I have a few things I need to drop on behalf of Wes Davis slash Wes Blaze. Don't drop his Jeep. It's already dropped itself. <laughs> um, so Wes Blaze or Wes Davis has some very strong opinions on the Meg, the new Meg, Meg 2. <laughs> he um, went off. I wasn't going to say that for kayfabe purposes, oh, no. but... He got a fucking promo Pro. on that movie when he was over here the Oh, other my night. God. It was... So... Let, let's be real, though. The first one was fucking shit. It was, it was but a... we loved it. Yeah, I liked the first one. But, so, Wes... You, if you've watched the first one, expect the second one to be any better. I mean, fair point, I guess. But, Wes was over here talking about how... There were so many people you didn't even know names. There were the last, the only part that actually had a shark was the last ten minutes. And what's so funny is I can look at the cushion that he was sitting on and imagine every word that he said that came out of his mouth. And every time he punched the cushion, and every time that he smacked his, head, every time that he did the firm, the firm hand gesture, I can just imagine him losing it all over again. It was so fucking funny. It was hilarious. I thought it was gonna be today, Marvin. I wasn't there, but I could picture it. I bet it's a lot of him sitting up. Leaning over, looking. Yeah. <laughs> um, and another thing that I have to drop on behalf of right. Wes. Before you say this part, it reminded me a lot of Johnny. Okay. <laughs> um, and then the other thing I have to drop on behalf of Wes Blaze slash Wes Davis is kettlebell squats. <laughs> um, we were at the gym. The Thursday of last, or not Thursday, Wednesday of last week, <coughs> Wednesdays are leg days. Oh, wait. Yeah, Wednesday's Wednesday leg day. Wednesday's leg day. Um, and Wes was all like, let's try this new exercise. Okay, keep in mind, I was happy to do hip thrusts, okay? Wes was the one that was all about kettlebell squats. Kettlebell squats this, kettlebell squats that, kettlebell squats this. I was like, okay, let's do some kettlebell squats. Wes had this whole hip, thing about hip thrusts. Did you say hip thrust? Yes. Yes. Weighted hip thrust. Yeah. I, all I'm picturing is y'all three in, looking in the mirrors doing a sexy party. Okay. Basically, that's kind of what it is, except you're strapped into a machine on your back and you're doing it. It's like yeah, weekend at, sexy party. Sexy party with a strap on. Gotcha. It's like weekend at Bernie's too. Ah! Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um. But so before those, we did weighted kettlebell squats, which is where you literally just hold a kettlebell. We did, I think it was 10, it was 20 or 15, somewhere around them. We three all, sets of 12. Yeah, well, I didn't mean that. I meant like weight-wise. Oh. But we did three sets of 12. 
and Wes just had to be such a pansy about it. I mean, if you couldn't tell, the Saturday that he came to wrestling, for those of you who didn't know, Wes is a pansy, and that's why he didn't wrestle. Hold on, is that what hurt him? Yes. Yes. Okay, because he sends me a message and said, hey, what are the plans Saturday? And I was like, I don't know. Uh, blah, 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 blah. He goes, I, I don't think I'm going to be able to wrestle. Uh, I, I injured myself training this week. <laughs> yeah, I'd sound a professional too. And he said, I don't want to let Tyler down. And that's when he said Aaron invited him over for the pay-per-view, but he didn't want to let Tyler down and not be there. But that's all he said. He didn't elaborate. So I'm glad Emily, Emily, Emily cleared the air there. Yeah. Wes is a pansy and can't handle kettlebell squats. So the inner thighs were hurting pretty bad. Yeah, he was talking to me Friday. He's like, he said, uh, yeah, I don't know if I'm going to be able to wrestle tomorrow. Or no. I stopped by there on the way down to Gazastock. Yeah. I stopped by there on the way to Gazastock. And uh, that's when he told me, he's like, I don't know if I'm going to be able to wrestle tomorrow. He kind of like put the legs like shoulder width apart, almost almost like he was trying to walk uh, bow-legged. Uh-huh. And he squatted down like just a couple inches. He's like, this is as far as I can squat. <laughs> I'm like, I said, are you serious? He said, yeah. I was like, that's funny, but it sucks. <laughs> oh, yeah, he yes. meant I don't know if I'll be able to do it tomorrow. Yeah, he told me to get with you ASAP so I can let him know what I think of my gift. Yeah, I'm still waiting to give it to you. I was hoping you'd come by today and do the podcast, and I was going to let you have it. Um, what's, what's about, He got me and him the same thing also. Okay. So we all three have the same thing? Yes. It's kind of scary. A little bit. Uh, something I should actually draw. I don't know. I think that I'm going to drop. Let's see. Who should I drop? It can be a what, too. What should I drop? But you already dropped two things. That was was on behalf of West. That was channeling (laughs) West. That was one thing because it was all West related. Okay, I'm going to drop Arm Day. I hate arm day at the gym. Arm day is the worst. I hate a body. Leg day is my only thing that I love. I love legs. Okay. I love leg day. Jason always hated leg day because he used to go with me and Cyrus. Yeah. Wes hates leg day. Well, I mean, think about it. If you're there with me and Cyrus and we're trying to outdo each other and we're making you do what we're doing, you're probably going to hate leg day too. Yep, but that got me prepared because now I like leg day and Wes is like, how can you do all this shit and not hurt? Did you say Ben and Cyrus? Ben and Cyrus. I just said I got strong legs. The guy was the two guys with the biggest legs in North Georgia wrestling history. Right. Um, and then my push has to kind of do with my pop, which I forgot to mention whenever I was actually doing my pop. <laughs> um, my push this week um is going to a very near and dear trinity um yes folks you heard it here you buddy um 
Trinity also got a plaque for the podcast. Um, and it's a middle finger flipping off. I mean, pretty self-explanatory. Um, and it's it like actually, a... It actually says on the nameplate, I'll say it so you won't have to. Well, it says match of the night. It says, fuck you, buddy, match of the night on the nameplate. So, for those wrestlers that listen, and for those fans that listen, I, Ratchet Ronda, will be taking a picture with the wrestlers or wrestler that I thought had the match of the night with the plaque, and it will be getting posted on the Turn the Buckle podcast page. They've got to do the flipping off. Um, so you just do it on our, our ex. Yeah, we'll post it everywhere on all our medias. I would do it to where they could keep it, but um, I know these wrestlers, and they're not good at returning things. Yeah, so, and if it's a, well, if it's a tag match, there's not four awards. Yeah. So, um, that is my pop, my push, and Trinity is my <coughs> push because this kid has. Really, you can tell that the kid's really dedicated to wanting to wrestle and wanting to get better and wanting to, you know, listen to veterans' opinions and listen to the veterans' opinions that actually care and know what they're talking about. So, I mean, I mean, just keep going where you're going. You know what we could do, Emmy? What? We could get another one made. <laughs> we could get two made. One for the lowest match points of the year and one for the mo- the highest rated match of the year and one for the lowest rated. Yeah, and at the yeah. end of the year, give those out at RCW. We could. Um, Let's find out got that made and get a couple more. I thought you were going to say do it like weekly and I was going to be like, well, the lowest point would be Chris Payne. Oh. <laughs> no, I think your lowest so far. Wasn't it Nate and Ethan's first match? Oh, no, we yeah. didn't. First. <laughs> yeah, I think that's your lowest one. Um, that's my pops, my push, my drops, my locks, my foxes, and your faces. Yeah. And if you're in the area, go out and support Emmy tomorrow night at Risland High School off Happy Valley Road. It is literally the nicest football stadium in the area. Yeah, it is. PR football it's trash. It's not super powerhouse like Calhoun. Like, we don't have a million-dollar scoreboard, but our stadium's nicer than theirs. Woo! Brand-new turf on the field. Uh, two yeah. fully stocked concession stands that will have all your regular concession stand items. Plus, they will have freshly grilled hamburgers and hot dogs and Chick-fil-A sandwiches and Ooh. Pizza Hut pizza. <coughs> Be there, hoes. <laughs> and... Nice. Love you, kiddo. Love you. Uh, Josh, who you... Are we dropping or pushing? Uh, we can go ahead and push first, then drop, or we'll drop first and push so we end on a positive. I'm gonna it don't drop, matter. I'm going to drop first. Okay. My drop is a what, and it's fucking allergies. My allergies have been fucking killing me these last couple of days. Uh, you ever had the feeling when your nose gets stopped up right after you blow it? That's mine. Like, it'll run for a little bit, and I'll, I will blow what seems like a damn fucking fountain out of my nose, and then it stops right back up, and then it runs again. Oh, yeah, yeah. And I been, have that all over. I get it bothers me like crazy. And I've got those headaches you get in the back of your eyes. Ugh, 
hurts, yeah. like, hurts like hell right now. All that pressure built up. Mm-hmm. Yep. So yeah, fuck, fuck, fuck you, buddy. Uh, I am going to drop shit talking people into business that ain't got the balls to say it to your face. Uh oh. Uh oh. Something must be going on. What? What? What's you oh, got nothing, going on? Nothing's going on that I know of. Oh, so oh just okay. in general. I'm just saying. I know I've talked a lot of shit here lately. Ain't nothing you want to say. You're afraid that. I know I've dropped a lot of knowledge about facts here lately, and I know it's rubbed some people wrong. And I know that I've been the talk of some locker rooms, but I also know that ain't none of them motherfuckers got a ball of their own to say anything to my face about it. Or they ain't got the balls to send a message about it. So if you're going to be a fucking shit talker in your locker room, a shit talker on social media, have enough balls to say somebody's face. Mm-hmm. Every, I've said on this podcast, I'll say it to your face. And everybody knows that. Mm-hmm. And we're friends. We can agree to disagree and move on. Or if you want to argue, we can argue. If you want to throw hands, guess what, bitches? I'm cleared. But just know, you want just, just don't don't do it. They won't anymore. Bitch, don't don't. You don't want that. As the kids say, you don't want to smoke. Hey now. Because if you try to pull out some dirty shit, you got a whole bunch of people that's gonna come after your ass. Jason, All right, Jay. What you dropping? Well, you know, I've been sitting here thinking, and I can't really think of nothing. Cause, well, being cold in the summertime, I guess that could be something. How you get that to happen? Well, it's like 900 degrees, and you know how we used to keep the uh, apartment cold when we lived together? Oh, yeah, it's good hanging meat. I mean, what? <clears throat> I think Jennifer found a new level of low on the air conditioner it that we so, didn't have. It was so nice and comfy, and I woke up. I didn't want to get out of bed. It was nice and cool and crisp. I think I saw my breath. Now, I will say this. If you sit in my spot, it's cold as shit in that seat. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. You got that vent blowing right up through the couch. You're getting a, yeah. You're getting a cold breeze in your ass crack. Yeah, it's like an air enema. <laughs> I think I've had one of those. <laughs> I've had a real enema. That's a Patreon story, too. Put that with that, Josh, because that shit's fucking hilarious. I don't even know that story. I'll add that to the list. Oh, it's fucking awful. It's fucking awful. Just know that my daddy loves me. (laughs) And I would have to say I think Emily agrees with me because she come out of the school today. She, she wound up missing the bus today because I'm helping one of the cheer coaches and didn't hear a bus get called. So luckily I was off work and was able to go get her. Oh, home from school. Yeah. Okay. Oh, they didn't have practice today? It was a varsity only practice. Okay. So I go to I go to pick her up and she comes out and she's got a damn long sleeve jacket on and you know, she's wearing pants anyway. Well, she got the jacket on and everything. She gets in the car and she gets out of the car at the house. And I said, she says something about it being hot. I'm like, because you got some long sleeves on. She's like, 
Oh, yeah, and this thing's double lined. It's got, like, fleece lining inside of it. I'm like, then why the fuck are you wearing it outside? She's like, because it's cold in the school, Dad. Kylie said the same thing. In them schools, it'd be cold. They must have done the air conditioning system since I was there because it wasn't ever cold in there. Yeah, she said. Hold on. To be fair. Be I did spend the majority of my time in the gym or the weightlifting room. Yeah. I would purposely get thrown in. If it wasn't history class, I really had no desire to be there. I love history, too. It was my favorite subject. Did I take two history courses a year? Hell, yeah. I did, too. I was, uh, I think, well, it was one of our um, higher grade projects that we had to do. Um he wanted us to pick a historical figure, living or non-living, uh, do a project on them, find out their ruins, their their history, and then conduct an interview with them as if they were alive. I did mine on King Tut. I got 103. It was awesome. Did you get his permission? Yes, <laughs> I did. Thank you, folks. I'll be here all week. Try the veal. Tip your waitresses. Yep. Soon as I uh, soon as I finished up, it was a wrap. That was a wrap. <laughs> yes, I deserve the yeah. I wish you uh, it so you could show it to me. <laughs> I'm sure it's buried uh, somewhere. Who are you pushing? And you better push them real good. Uh, My push uh, is a two part. I'm pushing the Jake Murphy versus Torque match because that was some damn good fucking wrestling. You wasn't in here earlier, but I did release a match for Saturday the 19th. You did? Yes. I did. We're going to have the guy that you're pushing right now, RCW champion Jake Murphy, (coughs) one-on-one. With a man that I think has found his calling. That Emily pushed. And the love of the RCW fans in Trinity. It's a big opportunity for him. And I'm still working on that uh, very big, very explosive tag team match I hope that I can secure. Hell yeah. But yes, Torque and Drake Murphy, they had a hellacious match. They had the crowd... <laughs> in the palm of their hands the whole match. They wanted Torque to win that. It was so good. Good deal. I'm going to do something different with my push. Okay. I'm not going to select a person. I'm going to select a show. Okay. We constantly talk about the shows that are no good in the area. And there's a lot of them. Almost all of them. But I'm going to push the only two shows that I care about watching. Of course, number one is Renegade Championship Wrestling every first, third, and fifth Saturday. 3890 alternate 52 in Chatsworth, Georgia. But the other one, if you're in this area, in our remote area, and I would say uh, from northeast Alabama to the Atlanta metro area to Chattanooga, um, you guys owe it yourself. To take a trip the first Friday of every month to Canton, Georgia, 
and experience just just one time if that's all you ever go and experience a southern honor wrestling event okay. it's top tier talent great production uh you never know who's going to show up the guy running the soundboard is the lead guitarist of fozzy oh wow rich ward super cool humble dude he actually goes to church in that building you'll meet gary lamb who owns and runs the show he's uh he's a preacher but he's my kind of preacher he's a cussing drinking preacher super great guy uh mentoring tyler right now on all these hustles that tyler's in too uh you'll get to see a lot of upcoming talent a lot of veteran talent uh <clears throat> most of my guys that i traveled with worked there um yeah dylan Killing it, booking. Uh, like I said, you never know who's gonna be backstage. Jake's there a lot. DDP's there a lot. Uh, when they were building up AEW before their first Dynamite, Cody Rhodes, King, yep. and Megan the Bucks were there. Yep, and that's where uh, Omega and Jericho got into it at. Yeah, and that's amazing that they could do that. At, you know, no other show but that one. Yeah, I mean, it doesn't help that didn't hurt that Dylan was. Uh, you know, producing the videos for DDP and then got to do the early run of AEW stuff. So, right. Uh, but like I said, first, third, and fifth Saturdays, RCW, hands down to me, is the best show in the state of Georgia. Uh, the other show that I love in the state of Georgia is Southern Honor. Uh, I've not been to Murder's new okay. show yet, but I can say that I love it too because I know how Murder and Wheeler books. So, oh, yeah. Uh, We'll put that one over when we finally make us a Sunday down there. Well, I mean, but I'll, that, even, I'll even say it now. Even when I was one of the... <laughs> even when I was... Yeah, even when I was just going down there as one of the underneath guys, you know, I liked the way that Wheeler and Murder ran their show. Oh. I mean, they always tried to... It was one of those, they always put me in there with people that they knew I would be able to bring out the best in them and not, they would bring out the best in me because they didn't, they didn't just say, okay, this guy's working this guy. They'd go out there and watch as we were working out and be like, I think this will work well together. Yeah, and it's like even when you did the squash for me, you wasn't the only one that did that. No, and it was one of those, I think you gave me more in those than you gave anybody else just to show them, hey, this is what this kid can do. Yeah, like, you know, Clint Lamar... I beat them in like three seconds each. Uh, you and Joey, and then, hell, I beat their tag team champions by myself. So, yeah, it's like, uh, I know we love that, but like, hey, as watch, much as we... I'll give this kid ahead. a super kick off the apron straight to the gym floor, and he won't even bitch about it. Right. <laughs> uh, as much as we talk about the shitty wrestling in the area, I just wanted to put over that... Um, there's three good shows that I will personally speak up and endorse. Of course, I'm going to endorse ours, RCW first, but definitely check out uh, Southern Honor in Canton and Southern States in Austell. Uh, both of those run the first of the month. Southern Honor is the first Friday of every month, unless it falls on a holiday, like, uh, like if a holiday is that weekend or something, they'll usually they'll go to like the second week of the month. And uh, Southern States is the first Sunday of every month. Okay. So if you really wanted a good weekend of wrestling, come up to North Georgia, go to Southern Honor on Friday, 
Renegade on Saturday, Southern States on Sunday. And the good thing about Southern States, it starts at 6 o'clock, so you're done by 8, home by, depending on whatever time you, however long it takes you to drive, Dostale. Hell yeah. Yeah, I like that. That sounds like a damn good weekend of wrestling. Yeah, sounds like what we used to do. Yeah, no doubt. And like I said, next time we decide to go to Southern Honor, y'all come along, like I said. Yeah, yeah. Last time I went, we sit and watched maybe the first two matches. I think Jacobs was in the first match, and it was Colin Chip in the second. And then we went back after that because that's when – we found Jacobs and Kyle were in the same locker room, so we all just migrated to that locker room after that and spent the rest of the evening bullshitting and telling lies and stories. Is that the one you said Sal walked through and he's like, yeah, this is my room? Yeah, Sal, Sal walked in and uh, he goes, uh, this is my favorite locker room I've ever been into in my life. <laughs> this reminds me of why I love professional wrestling. He said, and also, I'm not the oldest fuck in here anymore. <laughs> then Chip and Kyle said, well, he said, you two shut the fuck up now. Yeah, that's another Just, thing. I was looking around RCW Saturday. I'm like, yeah, I'm 40. I'm I'm old enough to be most of these guys in here's dad. Hey, yo, bastard. Shit, it's okay. You're their other dad. Don't worry. Right. <laughs> uh, hold on just a second. I gotta look at something. Well, while you're looking at that, I'll go ahead and give my push. And I am gonna go with somebody because this guy really impressed me. He's uh, you need to get him on your radar if he's not on there. And I don't know how he couldn't be because he's seven foot seventy. We was just talking about him earlier. <laughs> Uh, Austin Towers, he was uh, he was really fucking good. Good look, good attitude. Yeah, definitely. Uh, was down to do anything. I pitched a stupid spot because he had choke slammed us. I'm like, at some point, I may act like I'm gonna choke slam you. Just kind of like give that what the fuck look and give me an elbow. He started laughing. He's like, bet. A hurricane spot. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I told him, I'm like, it's just, I said, it'd just be one of those to where I'm, you know, randomly getting a fight back. I break away from you and I just reach up and grab like I'm going to choke slam your ass. You shouldn't have done the whole drawback, the slap where it makes the noise to grab the goozle. Well, I, we didn't actually wind up doing the spot. That's, but uh, that's one for, that's one for the next time if you ever get to work you. Right. Yeah, I don't, I don't hate that at all. All right, boys. So y'all want to close it out? Got any big plans for the weekend? I mowing grass and getting up underneath the house. That's about it. Y'all going to Emmy's game? The game gimmick tomorrow? Oh yeah. Yeah. Y'all enjoy that? I'll start coming when the games mean shit. We've got to actually be there early. We got. Let me rephrase that. If they're better than they were last year and the year before that, I will come when the games mean shit. If they're as bad as they have been, I ain't coming. For one, 
it's too hot until the end of the season in October to be sitting in the sun, direct sun on metal bleachers. Mm. But just know if y'all want to sit with me when I start coming, y'all going to sit on the 50-yard line on the front row because that's the only place I sit. Back climbing out them damn stairs. Fuck them stairs. Yeah, I have no plans this weekend. I just seen Phillies playing a preseason game on Saturday night. I might check that out. Uh, I'm going to watch Collision. Seen the thing a minute ago. They were playing four badass movies in a row on BET this weekend. Ooh. Playing Get Rich or Die Trying. Actually, it was five. It was Get Rich or Die Trying, Eight Mile, Straight Out of Compton, All Eyes on Me, and Notorious. So I will wow. probably spend my weekend watching those. Hell yeah. That sounds like a good weekend there. Yeah, if you get done on the house Saturday and you want to come over and watch Collision, just let me know. Hell yeah. DMFDR versus the House of Blackest should be really good. Oh yeah, I agree. Yeah, I got to try to... And then they got Mercedes, Martinez, (laughs) and Diamante versus Statlander and Willow. Nice. And that's the only thing I think they've announced so far. It's the only two I remember. I'm down for that. Hells yeah. Well, all right. If you don't, Josh, you got anything else? I'm good. Got him. What's that, Benjamin? Somebody say stone on their love all the time. Hey, we don't, we don't talk about that. We uh. I hear it in the background. I know, and that's why I'm trying to get out of here so we don't go over that 30 seconds of run. (laughs) But for the Turn the Buckle podcast, I am Jason Hampton, since I didn't introduce myself at the start. I'm Josh Cox. I forgot about that. Uh, I'm Ben Thresher. It's been your pleasure to listen to us. Oh, wrong. Sorry, sorry, that's kind of promo. (laughs) And already in the bed is Ratchet Rhonda. And I ain't far behind her. No, me neither. I'm going to get out of here and do my normal as soon as the podcast is over. Take a shit and go to oh, bed. Hi, Bella. Oh, bro, it's 11 o'clock. I know. Yeah, I'm going to bed. <laughs> well, on that note, this has been the Turn the Buckle Podcast. Peace out, fuckwads.